We play and call it work. Hey everybody, Matthew here from AnyWarGaming.com and welcome to episode one of season two of Heroes of Herrenberg, the Lost Laboratory of Qualish. I am here with our group for this season, which looks a little different from last season. We've got two returning players, not necessarily characters, although in some ways they are returning. We've got Jeremy here, of course. Welcome back, Jeremy, and thank, thank you for you. joining us. He will be reprising the role of Brother Rin. There will be spoilers from Season 1. Uh, I've already gotten questions in the chat saying, do we need to have seen Season 1 to get this? Not at all. Not at all. As much as it will continue some of the stories of some of the characters, it's really just in the same setting. It's not really a... It's not really super important to know. If, of course, if you had seen Season 1 and you know all the details of it, you will, for example, see some of the NPCs returning and Brother Rin returning, and so you'll know a bit of their background already. But really not a requirement at all. Colin is joining us today as well. Hello. Uh, playing, uh, or taking on the role of a human paladin. Oh, I'm sorry, Brother Rin's a human cleric. Human paladin, Garrett Flugelhorn. Yes. And then we've got Vito joining us for the first time for D&D and uh, our show. And he'll be playing Mrs. Doubtwater, yep. a human warlock. And of course, Steve is returning. Not playing Niv's Bumplican, but playing Professor Hobart Nibs Bumplican. And if you're wondering what the heck that's all about, you'll have to wait to find out. Because Nibs Bumplican was from season one, and he was a, a, a an old, just... Not a very nice person. Mean-spirited, halfling yeah. rogue. And whereas Professor Hobart is a old... <coughs> you seem to like to play old characters. I do. I actually do. Old. Yeah. Old gnome wizard. Professor of Archaeology and Psychology. No, no. No psychology anymore? Anyway, okay. Archaeology and Arcana. Right, okay. Psychology is a whole separate character. And you teach over at the University of Bale, yeah. the University of Herrenberg, which is the yeah, library field. Right, we'll get to that. Well, you, you, you still have tenure there. <laughs> Hashtag spoilers. No, you got fired. <laughs> I stole a bunch of books, too, that were valuable. <laughs> well, Apparently. that's true. That's true. You're, not, you're, you're on, you're on a <gasps> administrative leave there right now. <laughs> We'll get into all that in just a second. This character has sticky fingers as well. So, um, we are playing in a setting, a homebrewed setting of Herrenberg. I'm just going to put that down there, and then Rob will switch over, and then we'll do our best to kind of adjust it. Steve, do you, ha you have the remote, right? So, you, so we're, we're just going to be kind of doing our best. We have a nice overhead cam, much better than the one we had before, because we have nice tracks in our new studio. So yeah, we're in our new studios as well, at our new location. So welcome. <coughs> And this is going to be based off of a module, though, The Lost Laboratory of Qualish, which uh, is produced by Wizards of the Coast. It's available through things like D&D Beyond, DMs Guild. Not normally available hardcover or hard copy, but you can go on DMs Guild and get them to print one on demand for you. And so while we are using that, I'm going to be adding a lot of stuff to it. I'm going to be doing some heavy modifications to it as well. So if you've already done this one, it, you, you'll notice some similarities and a lot of differences as well. Obviously placing it in our continent of Alarath rather than in its suggested locations as well. So I, we're th I'm thinking this entire season is going to be anywhere from 8 to 12 sessions, but we're not going to like set it and then have to be done by then. We're just going to play until we're done. Yes. I want to make sure that we don't rush it. But it will be every Tuesday live on twitch.tv slash miniwargaming starting at 12.30pm Eastern Time going until about 4.30 with a break halfway through. We do a pre-game show on Twitch, so if you want to join us and chat with us, you can join us around 12, between 12 and 12.15 we start, depending on how quickly we can get everything set up. And then we do chat with the audience during the break and afterwards as well. But if you're not able to make it live, that's okay. The majority of people can't. 
so we post it on our YouTube channel. Thanks to the wonderful donators and the contributors during our 24-hour live stream a couple of months ago. We had a donation goal so that we could do Season 2 without having to put it in the vault, the Mini Wargaming Vault, and we did reach that goal. So you can thank those contributors that we're going to be able to post this for free on YouTube. So uh, it'll basically go on the following Friday on YouTube on a weekly basis. So we'll be having four players this time, <coughs> rather than the five or six that we've traditionally played with before. Other than that, announcement-wise, I just want to thank, of course, there's going to be a lot of different companies you're going to see. We, we do love using miniatures and terrain. Um, we're not 100% done with our miniatures yet. We still have a couple more that are waiting to 3D print. Just uh, didn't quite get it done. But you're going to be seeing terrain from all sorts of different companies. Uh, today, you're probably going to see some stuff from Table War, from uh, Tabletop World, and I'm trying to think what else is potentially their foreground, some different things. So, so if you have any questions about where the terrain is from, you can of course ask that and we'll do our best to answer it. And we'll also do our best to post it in the description below on, on YouTube as well, as we always like to do, because we're very appreciative of the people who, of the companies who contribute terrain and miniatures for our videos. So, other than that, do any of you have any announcements or anything that you'd like to add before we get started? The D&D Beyond thing on Twitch? Oh yeah, if you're watching on Twitch, we have added the D&D Beyond uh, plugin, which allows you to actually see the characters. Uh, I don't think it works on every device. I know it works like watching it through a browser on PC, but then Colin was opening it on the Twitch app on his phone and he couldn't see it there. So I'm not sure what the limitations of who can see it, but you can actually, it, it gives you a summary of the characters and their current hit points. If you're watching live, you can actually see the status of the party without having to ask in chat, which is very handy. And also, a common question in chat is, what's the name of the people in the group? Well, you can open it up. You can see their class. We're all level, they're all level five. Uh, this campaign is, is rated for anything from level five to 10. So we're just gonna carry on. Last campaign, we went to level five. So I thought, why not start at level five here too? And in fact, that reminds me, we are going to be doing experience points, but okay. at the same time, we might hit a milestone where I just level you up. I'm not sure yet. So we're going to track experience points. Okay. So I want to actually have you guys start at about level 5.5. So I, somebody, do me, somebody do me a favor and look up the experience points required. That actually might be right Isn't there. Isn't it 14 something? If, if you set up your character to not be milestone, but experience, okay. it might actually tell you. I didn't do either, but that's, uh, that's back here, I think. Yeah. Is it in home or is it's it the very first one? So basically, yeah, find we're going to find that midpoint between levels five and six, rounding to a, a number that makes sense, and that's where you guys are going to start. Yeah, set your character to XP, not milestone, because you can always change your level as a milestone character, anyways. So we're using D and D Beyond for all of this, which is fantastic. XP. They don't sponsor us. I'm just telling you, they're fantastic. And we're if, all if just you want to sponsor us, D and D Beyond, we're all we're all good for that. In <laughs> fact, if anybody wants to sponsor us. Besides, besides the train and miniature companies who have already sent us stuff and all that, uh, we are welcome. We welcome that so we can find better ways to, to cover this. And of course, if you want to support us as viewers, uh, this show is actually quite expensive to make. And so the best way to do that is to become a Twitch subscriber uh, or to become a Vault member as well. And those, that does help us to contribute towards this. So what do we got? What, what's the 6,500 or 1,400. So we're going from 6,500 to 14,000. So we should be at 9,750. Yes, that makes sense. So just, yeah, put it at 10,000 then. And yeah. look at... So start at 10,000. Uh, at set XP? Yep. Yeah, set your XP to 10,000. And that way, I, I'm not sure exactly how this is going to go milestone-wise, but going from level 5 to 6 could take the entire campaign. So this way, at least, we have a, we might hit level 6 at a certain point. Okay, well. So I'm going to assume... You, our viewer, 
and our players here know nothing about the uh, <laughs> home-brewed locations that we're going to be playing at. First off, we are on the continent of Alarath, which is our own location, our own continent. And we are starting in one of the big metropolitan areas, the city of Herrenberg, which is uh, supposed to be a very big city. We've got a map here that I made for the last season. And, and so in the last season, we explored a lot of the city and got to know it. But all you have to really know is that it's a big city, lots of people live here, all sorts of different races. Apparently somebody didn't close the door, so now we have to do it now. Uh, that there's all sorts of races that live here. For example, in the northwest, in the marshlands, you have goblins and lizard folk and half-orcs and tabaxi that like to live there. They're kind of, in this world, goblins aren't inherently evil, but they're not usually good either. Uh, but they, so they do live in, in civilization, but they're still kind of a second-class citizen, along with like lizard folk. Half orcs are okay, but you know, they're a bit second-class as well. Whereas the rest of Herrenberg is divided into other districts. You've got the temple districts with the temple of Samara and the temple to Kalina, and uh, that's a richer area. You've got the market district, which is like your middle class, if there is such a thing as middle class in medieval towns. Not really. It's just the, it's more like the merchant class, I guess you could say. You've got the library district, which is also pretty wealthy as well, with the library of Baal, which is basically the temple of Baal, a god of knowledge. And that's where uh, Professor Hobart Nibs Bumplikin. Nibzel. Nibzel, sorry. <laughs> Nibzel, sorry. We're going to do it. Well, to be honest, you're a gnome, right? So you probably have 50 <coughs> other names as well. Sure, sure. <laughs> and then, of course, we have the inner lower city and the outer lower city. That's the slums. It actually is. There's just levels stacked on levels, stacked on levels, stacked on levels. It's a... Uh, Dirty, it's poor, and the majority of the city population are packed into that area right there. And then lastly, in the eastern part, we have the Dwarven District, where we will soon be visiting as we will find and meet our new patron for what is about to happen. So, this is a couple years after Season 1. So that kind of, to give you an idea of time setting. Because at the end of Season 1, Brother Rin, a lot of the other heroes, departed on a boat leaving Herrenberg to go on their high seas adventure. Obviously, Brother Rin has returned. And uh, w what I would like to do is first, essentially what's going to start off happening is one day everybody wakes up and when they look up in the sky, <coughs> a few miles in the air, several miles directly above Herrenberg, there is a strange craft hovering ominously above Herrenberg, just floating there. So It's so far away. It's like if you ever in real life to look like at a, at a jet when they're going, it, it looks bigger than that, because jets are like like very, very high off the ground, obviously. It's not quite that high, but it's like that kind of thing, where it's just when you look up in the sky, and if you were to hold up your thumb, it'd be probably about the size of two thumbs. Unless you have a really fat thumb, then it'd probably be one thumb. And if you have a skinny thumb, probably three or four skinny thumbs. Three thumbs? Three thumbs. There's a three-thumb ship. Like if you're like one, two, three, like oh, you're okay. skinny thumbs. That's the name of the ship, the three-thumb The three-thumb yeah. The three-thumb Three-thumb ship, yeah, say that. <laughs> say that five times fast. Yar, we here on the three-thumb ship. <laughs> <laughs> you say it really fast. So what I, I want to ask each of you a question before we even get into what the heck is doing here and what's happening. Where were you the day of the arrival? That has just become known. This is a couple weeks has passed, but everybody refers to it as the arrival, and not in a good way. Where were you the day of the arrival? Mr. Bumperkin, dear, where were we? <laughs> I think we were in Dinner's Court. <laughs> what, time, what, time of, what time of day did the ship appear? Everybody noticed it when they got up and that morning. So, and so it, it appeared sometime during the night. Nobody. It, it is, there's mixed reports of people uh. claiming to see the lights in the sky at night. 
but so just, they, we're not quite sure exactly when it showed up. But in the morning, when he, everybody got up, they looked up and we would have seen it from our home. Yeah, my home. Yeah, she shares. She shares. Because she's your mate. She's your mate. That's one point. Where's that your out. home? Um, I guess it's a specific we one. Actually it doesn't have to be a specific building. Just what district are you in? Where's the expensive district? The library district. He lives in the library district. Yeah, he he lives somewhere in the library district. Okay. Um, because he is still kind of a professor. Hopefully, still a professor. Yeah, on administrative leave. Yeah. We'll get it all cleared up. We'll, 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 we'll get it all cleared up. We'll talk about that soon. So, so where were you? You were just at your home. Yeah, we're just in the home. What had happened recently then? Um, that you're talking about this, there's some problems that you've been having? Yeah. Because um, you, you're, you're a respected I, professor of archaeology. I have no idea how, but apparently I racked up a bunch of debt that I don't recall ever doing. Gambling debts. <laughs> I'm, I've, I've taken uh, tomes from the library that I don't recall taking home with me. Checked them being, out with your library card? Yeah, yeah exactly. But they never returned them? I've been accused of theft and, and, and um, embezzling from, from the uh, library as well, all the, the library money. Mrs. Doubtwater, does that sound like something that Professor Hobart would, would do? do that. Uh, I would never do that. So, she would never know. I'm talking to Mrs. Deadwater You're talking right to him, yeah. yeah. Second line. <coughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I would never know to Mr. Bumperkin to ever do such a thing like this. Have you been doing such travesties, sir? No, 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 no. no. We'll get it all straight, though. This Are is, you this sure? Is, this is a mistake. I, I've been working for you for 30 years, and all my time, if you've been doing such things, there will be a whopping for you, sir. <laughs> 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 awesome. Okay, so that's where you were. Uh, trying to sort out your gambling debts. <laughs> Brother Rin or Garrett? Flugelhorn? I think that I was probably uh, coming out of whatever uh, apartment that I'm currently renting in the in the lower part of the city. Um, is it, is it, how does it compare to the one that you had before? Uh, it's similar. I think it's similar. Like kind of in the slums? Yes, out of the way. Uh, not uh, doesn't draw very much attention. Um, and, uh, you know, filthy streets uh, covered with uh, uh, laundry lines and, uh, and mud and uh, higher up. Because I seem to recall there was like multiple levels with like catwalks and things like that. So... Uh, if I could be up off the off the ground, that's certainly a plus. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey, apparently we're having a microphone problem. What's going on? It, it's just staticky every once in a while. It's is it doing the whole? <laughs> it, it's a little more apparent right now. So Steve's just moving it. We're thinking it might be Steve's mic. Rob is on, I guess. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, scarf. Yeah. It's a wonderful scarf. Hey. Okay, so you're you're living down there again, not the yeah, same one because I, you know you're. I w woke up, looked to the sky, and saw it, and maybe if there was any sort of uh, fear or hysteria breaking out in the lower city, try to calm people down. There definitely was. Uh, there definitely was. Does it look like a like a water vessel, just airborne? It's it's mm. too far away to tell. Okay. Yeah, basically, you would need an equivalent of a telescope to be mm. able to see it, and telescopes do exist. So, and you don't own one of those. No, no. So you can't really you can't really tell, and, that, and I'll get into more details of what it does in just a moment. I'm just more curious of where were you that morning? What about you, Garrett? Um, Flugelhorn. So I believe Garrett would have been actually staying up I'm all night. I'm talking to Garrett right oh. now. Oh, I would have been staying up all night. I was having there was a gambler who came to me and uh, wanted to confess his sins of embezzlement. Strange, but 
Uh, so I was watching him overnight as he was standing on a pair of dice as I made him stand there all night on one foot, standing on two dice in pain and uh, not sleeping. And did you then declare his sins? Indeed. They he did been, it. They had been forgiven. Did oh, he yeah. stab you and rob your money? <laughs> no. Did he, did he ask for your shirt? No. At knife point? Never once. Okay, so I don't think it's the same guy. Okay. <laughs> Strange questions. <laughs> That's awesome. Later on, the news at six. <laughs> Mr. Fuelhorn. <laughs> Stabbed to death and his shirt removed. <laughs> was a travesty. <laughs> Roll a new character. Sweet. <laughs> so at the same time of the arrival of this thing that's floating above the city, there has been random earthquakes that have started to plague Herrenberg. Mostly minor over the past couple weeks. So just like little tremors here and there that have not really caused any damage. But there's been one or two major minor ones. Like, nothing so big that the whole city's been toppled, but there has been damage. Some, a couple buildings, especially in the slums, there have been some uh, problems. There's actually one neighborhood where it had collapsed so much that probably about almost 100 people lost their homes well, in this small little spot. Is the sinking tavern still a thing? Uh, it's still sinking. The thing, it, it wasn't in the spot. So now that it's a couple years later, is it like how, how much deeper is it? It's probably another foot deep. Woo! But he just keeps kind of throwing stuff on top, more straw, more wood. Okay. Whenever you visit, because you guys have, would have visited it since. Um, they just keep throwing more straw and wood, but the ceiling's always a little lower. <laughs> so <laughs> after a while, mm. only, only that, it'll soon just be a halfling and gnome and goblin okay. tavern. Um, but right now, it's still good. It's still good. Uh, and, and the proprietor doesn't seem bothered by it. Whatever. And the tiefling bard still sits half drunk, playing away in the corner. Um, but anyways, but the other problem that there's been is occasionally the strange metallic debris will fall from the sky. And just, there's been a few people that died. Just, bam, randomly crushed in the street by this, this huge chunk of metal that just like, kind of explodes and dust goes everywhere. And uh, for the most part, it, when it hits, it destroys itself so thoroughly that there's nothing really left. It's just pieces of metal everywhere. Strange, shiny metal. Uh, the blacksmiths have tried to take it, and some of them have managed to maybe resmith it into jewelry or things like mm -hmm. that, but it's, it's not any material that they are very familiar with. I'm getting some District 9 vibes here. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, you've even, there's even been a couple times where, and you remember one of your fellow professors was like, I'll figure this out. And uh, turned on like a, and, and like had had put on this contraption that could let them fly, <laughs> and it flew all the way up. And you just watched as they disappeared. All of a sudden, there's a big flash of light, <laughs> and then and then a minute later, bam! They land on the ground, totally burnt to a crisp. Like, oh, head to toe, it's just like those bug zappers. Yeah, it's, it's a <laughs> giant <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> just awesome. burnt to a crisp. Like their whole body is just black, charred, and blue. Should be less shy. Yeah. <laughs> Has there been any rumors of the leadership of Herrenberg doing anything? Or the the city has kind of gone into a little bit of chaos, um, and the the leadership seems to have basically shut their doors and is denying whatever is happening. It's just like everybody carry on. They send out their their guard force every once in a while to try to quell if there's any any major uprisings. Uh, but there's problems with it because some people there's a lot of unrest. Some people are fleeing the city. For the most part, most people don't have the resources or anywhere to go, and so there's not a lot of people fleeing. But uh, a lot of people have taken this as an opportunity to do some illicit activities as well. So crime is definitely on the rise, mm -hmm. as uh, the guards are so busy quelling. You know, uh, there's there's like a, there's 
picketers, basically. There's there's lobbyists <coughs> all outside the, the the government buildings trying to get them to do something about it, as if they could do anything. So is it unsafe to wander the streets? It's a little less safe than normal. Okay. It's not it's not pandemonium at this point. It's just there's unrest. Uh, some even you've you've actually noticed a bunch of little minor shrines and temples crop up all over the place too claiming it's their god has arrived and hmm. and and worshiping it but everybody's <coughs> claiming it's like besides maybe some of the major ones like Samara and Kalina and Baal haven't claimed at all that this is a sign from their god but there's all sorts of little cults that have kind of sprung up all over the city saying that this is a blessing from fill in the blank here and it's, there's probably been a couple dozen who have claimed this to be their a sign from their god telling them that they are now the ones in charge and that's caused problems, but a lot of that's been... No, no major rebellions have come up. The rumor on the street, though, is that the little information that has come about is that those who can... There's, there's actually a couple people who have telescopes. And one, there, there's a, a little bit of an observatory in the library, as well as you hear rumors that there's one in the Dwarven District as well, at a shop. Um, you're not quite sure which one, but you've heard that somebody over there knows something about it. And that they've managed to take a closer look, and it's some sort of craft that's floating in the sky, but not like an airship that they're used to seeing. Like, it doesn't have sails or balloons. It's just kind of floating there. And when they look at it, they can see, like, there's these points along it that seem to be um, burning strange colors mm-hmm. as it just floats above the city. But they can't get much more information from that because it's so high up. Now, you have all recently answered an advertisement <coughs> by a, from an eccentric female dwarf Brother Bryn, you recognize the name as soon as you saw it. The rest of you, you may have heard of her just from living in the town for or the city for so long, as well as you, Mrs. Detwater. But you wouldn't have had many dealings with him or her. Sorry, a dwarf named Millie Brickbow, who has requested your presence at her shop, Brickbow's Wondrous Collectibles, etc. Apparently, to be hired to undertake a dangerous mission to save the city. <coughs> and so, the four of you and your and your pairs, the two pairs, have decided for your various reasons why you want to go do this. We need to make some money. Yeah. You pay off some of your gambling debts. Not mine. (laughs) (laughs) And and we'll we'll talk about that in a second as to your reasons why. So essentially, uh, and you're not not arriving together, the the first will be Mrs. Detwater and Professor Hobart. You make your way over to where you believe this, uh, this, this shop is, and you go over to the Dwarven District. Which is just what it sounds like. It is populated mainly by dwarves. And so you feel somewhat at home there as a gnome because you're about the same height. A little shorter than all the dwarves, but at least you don't feel as short as you do everywhere else in the city. And it doesn't take very long before you find this this quaint but ornate and strange-looking building that outside of it has a big hanging wooden sign and a big dwarvish letters. Do you speak dwarvish? Can you read so. dwarvish? I don't believe so. I'll double check what about you, Mrs. Detwater? I do not speak that language. Okay. So no. you, you recognize the dwarvish runes, though, because they're common enough that you've seen them. There's big dwarvish runes, and then underneath it, in smaller, much smaller common, it writes... Much smaller. Yeah, much smaller. Much smaller. It says, brick bows, wondrous, collectibles, etc. And so the two of you enter the shop, <coughs> and it's it, on the inside, it's even more curious than it is on the outside. It's, it's clearly some sort of weird collectible or collector's shop. The walls are lined with trinkets, and uh, some of them which are weapons and armor, but for the most part, they're amulets, they're thingamabobs, they're widgets. Honestly, 80% of the stuff, you have no idea even <laughs> where to begin of what it might actually even function. 
Um, and uh, there's the there, whole room is just kind of packed with it. You even notice on one of the walls it has this big um, wooden uh, plaque that has all these different coins on it. Hmm. So clearly this this uh, this dwarf is a coin collector as well. Um, so, but this is Deltwater, just a little bit of, on your background, a little bit. You've been you've been having some strange dreams as of late, okay. over the past couple of weeks. In them, you are visited by a ridiculously tall devil, who reads through your memories and seems to be looking for something, but remains silent otherwise. The night, though, after you saw Brickbow's advertisement, the devil actually spoke, in a voice that is familiar to you, but that you haven't heard for decades, instructing you to take the job and fulfill it with great vigor. So this is kind of a motivation for you to be there. You okay. feel a sense of terror at the thought of disobeying this figure, who you suspect to be your patron from decades ago, coming back to claim a debt that you owe. Well, yeah. Especially because she hasn't uh, seen or heard this voice in 30-something years. Pretty so. much over 30 years. Maybe, maybe you've dreamt it a few times, but you're not <coughs> sure if it was just memories or whether it's visits, but this one's been pretty distinct. But it's, you wake up knowing it's not just a dream that appears to be that you were visited in your dreams. Okay. Professor Hobart, Nibzil Bumplikin. This job both fascinates and terrifies you. It's been almost two months since you hired that private investigator to find the halfling imposter that took your name and racked up all those gambling debts and bank loans. And he still hasn't returned with any success. You've been forced to consider actually adventuring to pay some loans. However, this job has hinted at allowing you to also explore the Barrier Peaks, an area that you have studied quite a bit and yet know very little about. Perhaps you could write a book when you return. You know, become more distinguished that way. I most certainly can, sir. <laughs> so the two of you are in the shop right now, and there's nobody around. You, all you hear in the back, though, is you hear because there was a little <coughs> dinging bell when you came in. And from the back room, you can hear this, uh, this, this, this female dwarven voice that just says back, I'll be with you in a moment. <laughs> and so you just kind of stand looking around for a moment. And a mere minute or two afterwards, two other fine gentlemen <coughs> walk into the room. One, what are you dressed in right now, Brother Rin? Uh, I probably have... Uh, the, 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 did we assume from the ad that we would be going right into some kind of... No. Okay, then. So you wouldn't be coming fully armored and armed. Okay, fair enough. Then uh, robes to hide my identity as much as possible. Um, I have my holy sim my my reliquary with me, but I'm going to keep that tucked away. Uh, yeah, other than that, pretty plain, average, uh, commoner looking. Okay. And what about you, Garrett? Flugelhorn? Ah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a paladin. Why would I ever take off my armor? You never know what's going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> just walk around here. What are, you, what are you wearing then? So he wears his his chainmail, and then he's got his his red tabard, and he's got his shield, forgiveness, and his morning star, justice. <laughs> and um, that, that's kind of what he looks like. Yeah. So he just walks around armed. Oh, deep, deep. unconcerned with what other people. For sure. Nice. He's, he's got to be ready is for any armor gleaming, or is it like in a state oh. of? He spends many dirty. hours each night polishing it. That is one of his most prized possessions. Mainly his shield. Alright. With the lovely symbol of his god on it, which is far, probably way too far for that. Crash upon his forgiveness. <laughs> so two other men come in. One in a row, one in full armor, who obviously looks like he means business. Now, Brother Rin, 
these past couple of years obviously have been very difficult for you. You thought, and I just want to, I want to point out to those that didn't see season one, essentially Brother Rin follows the goddess Kalina. She's the goddess of death, but her, one of her tenets is that you have one life to live, and so she doesn't believe in resurrection, reincarnation, all that kind of stuff. So even though he's a cleric, does not want to do that kind of thing. But at the very end of last season, there was a moment where he died. Yes. And his friends were in peril, and all of a sudden, thanks to some weird, wild magic surging, he saw he was beckoned back into a new body that he had a choice to go into or not. And but it just it was a hard decision actually for Jeremy and yes, his brother Rin. Because <laughs> he didn't want to break the tenets, but he knew that his friends needed him. In the end, after considering everything, he thought that if fate has given us the, him this opportunity, he better take it. Yes. And also he knew that Kalina couldn't see very well into the location that they were at, so maybe she wouldn't know. And he goes into his new naked body and he gets up and he helps defeat the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hag. And I went from being a very old man to mm. uh, I was in my fi- late fifties, uh, maybe not very old, but an older, super a mature ridiculous. man. <laughs> to uh, I'm back to being tw- my twenties again. Uh, Rin <coughs> was previously bald, and now I have fiery red hair and a big red beard. Is all your back pain gone too? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not drinking insure anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're one of those 20-year-olds, then you really have back pain. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes. Yeah, so this young, this, he's, he's young looking. Awesome. So you thought that leaving Herrenberg behind and joining your fellow adventurers on their high seas adventures would allow you to forget about the oath that you broke. And yet here you are, here you are back in Herrenberg, seeking some sort of answer to the one question that still plagues you. What does the goddess Kalina think of you? Why has she been silent <coughs> and yet you have retained your cleric powers. That doesn't normally happen. Does she know who you really are? All you know is that you feel a strong connection to the city of Herrenberg. And so when the opportunity to serve it arose, you didn't hesitate to answer Brickbow's summons. Even if it means putting aside your street preaching for a short while. Maybe this will serve as some sort of small penance for your past sins. Garrett Flugelhorn! This owl character, as he's been calling himself, although you've recently learned that he actually his name is Brother Rin, which is odd that he's going by two names. He's fascinated you so much that you have kept tabs on, tabs on him for the past two weeks. You came to Herrenberg, obviously looking for more people to help to bring to repentance. Of course. As you follow, what's the name of the god? That Olera, you Olera. The goddess the of goddess, penance. The goddess of penance. So you love to go around and get people to, con- to confess their sins and then help them to get redeemed mm-hmm. through whatever humiliating means you devise and uh, and then somehow say you've now been forgiven and then they believe you. I'm also very young, so I'm never quite sure exactly what is the right redemption or... or I can, I, what, what, what is the word? I'm um, not standing on penance. Penance to actually, <laughs> you know, take <laughs> place on. So there might be some strange ones. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Kinda, you got to just kind of come up with them on the spot, right? Exactly. So you've, you've kept tabs on, on Owl as he, was, as he first introduced himself to you, and later on you learned that his, his full name was Brother Rim, or at least more of his name was Brother Rim. A friendship has developed, of course, because of it, and you decide to go with him to see what this job at Brickfoes is really about. You get a sense that Rin is hiding something, a distant and bothersome sin for which he seeks penance. He does not share what we just spoke about openly. Out of all you have met in Herrenberg during your short stay, his soul seems to cry out the most for help. Perhaps if you complete this job together, he will come to trust you enough to share whatever secrets he is hiding. That is the goal. So, as you, the two of you walk in, and you notice a <coughs> gnome 
How are you dressed? Like in well dressed, suit, you know, three piece suit, a three piece suit, top hat, top hat. It looks like it's monocle been or hundred percent monocle. Okay, kind of a satchel and an umbrella. And you got an umbrella, right? Yeah, I was gonna say a whoppy stick. And next to him is a taller human. Yep. Um, she's, <coughs> she's uh, describe yourself. She's in her seventies. Uh, she has a little bit of blonde hair, but it's uh, it's graying in her seventies. Being in her seventies, she has a pink blouse with a white kind of collared shirt underneath. And she has a red and black with a little bit of green uh, uh, skirt, which is like a tartan pattern on it, or tartan skirt. And uh, she has a little uh, satchel with her as well, and she carries a, a broom with her, which is a little odd, but... Uh, what does she carry with her? Her broom. Okay. <laughs> you heard it too, right? Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? He just rolled the R. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The broom? Yeah. No, it was more like it was more like a broom. It was oh, awesome. Yeah. I broom, you, broom? I thought that's how you it every time. And I was like, great. <laughs> I can't wait. A broom, yeah. broom? Yeah, she carries her Vespa with her at all times. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes slower than the people walking slower. <laughs> I'll get there, dearie. <laughs> so you walk in and you notice <laughs> this unusual pair. Nice to meet you, dears. Do you know the famous professor, Mr. Bumpkin? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bumpkin? Yes, Professor Bumpkin. He works at the, the library. Isn't that right, sir? I do. I do. So distinguished in your archaeological digs and all of those fancy things you tell me about as I clean your mess. Yep, that there is the master Booga Booga. <laughs> and over there, the skis of speed. <laughs> Do you have a first name, Professor? Uh, Hobart Nibsel Bumblekin. Nibsel Bumblekin? Well, it's very nice to meet you, sir. <laughs> you reach, oh, yes, reach yes. down to him. V- very nice. <laughs> and, and you as well, madame? I am Mrs. Doubtwater, sir. Very nice. I, I am Garrett Flugelhorn, <laughs> paladin of Olara. At your service. Wow. It's nice to have a, a nice young man with such gusto amongst us. You should I learn a thing or two, that sir. That is the flugelhorn of thunder. <laughs> the flugelhorn of thunder, you say? Right there. And you, sir, who might you be? Um, you, you know my owl. grandfather created this. Owl. I like owls. Nice gentle Yes, because I know all about flugelhorns. Like the bird, yeah. Uh, <laughs> flugelhorn created them. Like this one. You're, sir, sure, you're sure your name is N- Nibs, Bilbacon? Y- yes. One of my, 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 many names. Have you met him before? Maybe you couldn't remember my classes. No. 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 Not a student of knowledge, are you? You're here to see Brickbow? Brickbow, yes, yes, Brickbow. We are as well. Yeah, we, we gotta, yeah, we gotta go out and, we gotta go out and make some money. You seem sad about it, sir. I are you all out of money? I got this much. That looks like plenty. <laughs> how, how, how does a man with such little coin have a... Oh, no, she's, she's with me for many, many years, many years, many, many years. Oh, you're a, you're a couple then. No, 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 no. Oh, no, sir, no, no, not, no, no. not like that. I'm his... Mm, God Friday. I'm I, his maid. I know gnomes are long-lived, and uh, I don't judge. No, no. <laughs> she cleans my house, she cleans the rooms. Oh, yes. oh. a noble task. Someone has to do it. Right, sir? Yes, 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 yes. This. And you pay me quite well. There's a little pipe to the left wall. Yes, that are the pipes of the left wall. Where do you need that one? No, I don't need to know this information, sir. It's in my book. 
Is he, is he okay? <laughs> he's a little daft, but he's a good folk. Perhaps <laughs> it comes with the name. <clears throat> is that name familiar in some way to you? You seem disturbed. And uh, maybe, maybe you, you say you're a gnome. Yes, I'm a gnome. You can tell by the hat. I'm gonna walk around him. <laughs> so this young, red-haired, you robed person. Is he bald underneath? Are you bald? No, no, I have big, big, fluffy hair. Lots of, lots of hair. Lots of hair. Big hobbit hair. <laughs> it's not a purple hat. I'm wondering why. <laughs> you don't have a purple hat, do you? No, no, my hat is. I haven't painted it yet. It's brown. Matt brown. I'm gonna lean in close to your hat. <laughs> if you're playing some sort of trick, it's not going over well. You're very, 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 very <coughs> odd. You are very odd. Is, is something wrong, sir? No, we'll, we'll see. He can only keep it up so long. At the same time, the door opens to the back room, and out comes this uh, old female dwarf. She's actually pretty bald. You can still tell that she's, she's female. This from the, the features in her face, even though there's a bit of a five o'clock shadow there. She's got very green eyes, rugged pink skin, quite massive build. Uh, she's four foot ten-ish, maybe we'll have to guess. So I don't know, how tall are you? Three feet. Okay, so she towers over over <laughs> over Professor Hobart, yeah. but to everybody else is you know an average sized dwarf. Uh, she has a pair of spectacles on like this. She's coming on out, and uh, she's got and she's putting on a pair of gloves. Uh, actually, she's not bald. I should I, I forgot one thing. She's currently wearing a wig of mm. very blonde hair, but it's very obviously a wig, and you remember her. Being that there, dude, that's the wig of attraction. <laughs> <laughs> With one not, long not braid, magic on that one. <laughs> with one long braid running down to the back, the uh, to on from the, down the back of her back, have it almost touching the floor. And so she walks up. She kind of climbs up to her, to uh, her her counter to the top, and she looks out over the four of you, and she goes, "Welcome, welcome to my shop. Wow, wow. this is brick bows, collectibles, etc. And uh, sorry." This is oh, already screwed up the name. Brickbow's wondrous collectibles, <laughs> etc. Have you come to answer my advertisement? And there it is. That's why I'm here? Why we're here? Oh, that's wonderful. <clears throat> what about you two, fine young men? But of course, we're here to help wherever we can. Excellent, excellent. Because Herrenberg is in grave peril. Oh dear! Just two weeks ago. This craft appeared high above our wonderful city and has been causing all oh, so many problems. And I need help to solve this problem before it destroys the city. Have you noticed this thing, this oddity in the sky? It's, it's about three thumbs wide, yeah. <laughs> You're three thumbs wide, yeah, it's about that. I, I, I would say it's more of one thumb wide. <laughs> but I guess our thumbs are quite different. Yes, yes. Well, it appeared about two weeks ago, as you may or may not know. I'm not really sure. I've been locked up in my study trying to figure out what it is. I recently acquired, just a few months ago, this long telescope that I've been able to use to study it. It's unlike anything I've ever seen. I would like to look at that. Would you like to? Ooh, maybe we can look at it after, but it's, it's in the back room set up in my observatory. And I've been studying it, and... I recently acquired a map and a journal 
of an old, old gnome who had gone out in an expedition. His name was Qualish. You recognize this name. Qualish is uh, a gnome that went, that was known for weird inventions centuries ago. Centuries ago. That he went to the barrier peaks, which now nobody knows where they are. Mm. And when he went in there, all of a sudden he started making all these inventions and stuff, just usually of a mechanical nature. He was, best, he was best known for the apparatus of Qualish, which is basically a barrel, like a very big barrel, that when you crawled inside of it, it had controls, hmm. and it would sprout legs, and it could actually walk around, it could go underwater, it'd be like a, like a submersible kind of thing. That's awesome. So that's, that invention, you've never seen one, but you've heard of them, and there's a couple out around. So it's not just, it's not just one thing, it's like several? It's an invention. Huh. So, but, but you also know that hundreds of years, or centuries ago, he disappeared. And then knowledge of where the barrier peaks is also disappeared. You did some research in the barrier peaks, and you know that um, it's probably and you've you've guesstimated as to a possible gotcha. location where they might be, but you're not quite sure. Now that doesn't say that. Uh, the map that sh that Brickbow shows you does. Okay. <coughs> Fact. Let's swap out the maps here. So you're going to need to zoom in more on this because it's small. Mm -hmm. So this is a map of Alarath. I'm going to put it this way because that's the way the camera has oh, it situated. Oh, oh, oh. <coughs> These are two man draw apparently. <laughs> one for zooming, one for the correct thing at the right. Yeah, yeah. There you, go. you can you can actually you can you can zoom in. See where Herrenberg nice. is? Center where Herrenberg is. So so here's a map of Alarath that you would all be somewhat familiar with. So keep zooming in. So keep Space zooming energy. in. Almost there. We have no control of the speed of the zone, so that's about as fast <laughs> as you guys get, unfortunately. <laughs> that's good enough, right there. Right there. <laughs> Perfect. So you guys are in Herrenberg, right there, at the bottom of the of Noose Bay. Northgate is on the north side. That's actually where Garrett's from. And uh, ah, Noose Bay. Yeah, Noose Bay is the whole bay. It's called that because there's a big island in the middle. And looks like a noose. It looks like a noose, yeah. Basically. Everybody knows that. So that's common knowledge. <coughs> common knowledge. <laughs> common knowledge. You might noose want bay. to be a detective now, sir. <laughs> so, <coughs> I recently acquired these maps in this journal of Qualish, which has allowed me to identify that the craft up there is very similar to some of the things that Qualish identified in the Barrier Peaks. So mm -hmm. I assume that if you can find the Barrier Peaks and find what is now known as the Lost Laboratory of Qualish, that surely we can find some answers to how we can take care of this craft before it destroys all of Herrenberg. And my, my notes point to the barrier peaks being right about here on the map, which is just, I don't know, probably 300 miles from here, two week journey. And so if you will accept this task, then I will give you the maps <coughs> and also extra supplies so that you can map it out once you're there. Because once you go inside, I want you to map it all out so that we can send future expeditions in there to be able to collect whatever resources Qualish has found in his lost laboratory of Qualish in the Barrier Peaks, and maybe even find the fabled city of Dunyeglonye. Dunyeglonye, I see the journal. She has his journal. Oh, sweet. I also want to know it. Yeah, you're not nibs. I'm not worried about you <coughs> stealing it right away with it. So you start just kind of looking through it. Yep. So it, it 
in the in the few minutes you have to go, you see notes, all sorts of diagrams Drawing, of drawings of inventions. You see the apparatus of coalition there, and like diagrams on how to make it. Um, you also see some other mentions of the barrier peaks, and you're able to substantiate the information that she gave in the sh in the short amount of time that you're looking through it. Madam Brickbow, when you say we can send further expeditions, who is we? Oh, me, of course, because I'm so interested. And I'm sure I could find more patrons at the Library of Veal who would love to expand their library of knowledge. But right now, this is me financing it because, well, as you may be able to tell, I'm a bit of a collector. So if you can bring back some trinkets from the last laboratory, I'll be happy to buy those off of you for a handsome fee. In fact, if you can return with proof that you've just been there with a, the map of the general location, then I will give you each a thousand gold pieces of store credit. Store credit. Store credit and store if you credit. can come back with even further detailed maps of the city of Dunyeglonier, I'll give you an extra bonus of another thousand gold pieces. And of course, anything you find, you can sell to me as well for a handsome price. So what do you say? Nope. We only want store credit. We need some gold. Get some gold. Well, you can buy all sorts of things in here. And then sell them back to you? Well, you can keep them. They're wondrous collectibles, etc. Any gold, any gold, any gold. Any gold? Any gold. Well, she's not the bank, sir. But I don't want store credit. Can you use store credit? We use our credit. Oh, maybe we can do. sell these do, wonderful do. things. I don't know. This is your this is department. The one, this is the one place you can sell these things. We're here to her. <laughs> no, she's the collector. Right, she's not paying store credit. There's got to be somewhere around where we can sell these Marvelous artifacts. The market, perhaps. Yes. Oh, there's a market. Egypt. Egypt. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're going to take the job. Okay. Can I take this with me? Yes, of course. But, now, if you're going to take the job, though, we need to make sure that... I'm looking for a map of Egypt. There are two Egypt. Is there anything in the journal that suggests that perhaps something in the Barrier Peaks will remedy the... Well, I see that the thing that makes me wonder is if you actually look on page <coughs> 17, on the bottom left corner, do you see the diagram there of, of you see that diagram? Uh-huh. Okay. So you see it, that diagram right there. Yeah. If you look mm -hmm. through the telescope up at the craft, it looks just the same as that in the one corner. It's the same thing that seems, the magic that seems to be holding it up in the sky matches what Qualish wrote in his journal. The powerful room. So that makes me think that the magic or devices that are there will have some way to control it as well. If we can only find what it is. That is sound logic. Does this seem like something you're interested in, Rin? I think so. It's a dangerous expedition. Ha! I'm not Solved sure it. about those two. <laughs> they do the seem quite strange. <laughs> That one. We'll we'll keep our eye on that one. Not a problem. We're good. You're gonna watch our backs. We're good. We're good. We're safe. So you agree to my terms then? Yes. We'll do the thinking. You do the muscle stuff. Okay. My so dear, I'm has there been anyone else has been inquired about this qualish? Oh, there have been some rumors around town. Now, ever, ever since I got possession of that journal, I'm not sure who else had it before me. But I would actually suggest asking around town for any other rumors. Mm. And maybe as well, when you're on your way, talk to other travelers, especially <coughs> when you get close. Perhaps they will know even more. 
But perhaps, and you are a professor of the library. I'm sure there's bound to be more information at the library that you could find. I'm not allowed in there anymore. I think I can. I think I can. Where did you acquire such a journal? Oh, it was from a traveler. A few months back, came to my shop and sold me um, a whole whole chest full of items. Hmm. And I didn't even see the journal inside. It was just these. She starts to point around to different weird gadgets in her shop, um, and she even points over at this. There's this big mechanical ball and legs and arms and and it with a couple of wings and it, what looks like maybe an eyeball, but it's currently closed. And she points to that as well. And she's like, "Yeah." When I started going through everything, I, I discovered this journal in there as well, and that's when I got really excited because it matched. I realized some of these items were from there, but I've never seen him since, so I'm not quite sure. Did you get his name by chance? No, he just hmm. wanted. He just came in and sold me everything, and it was such good collectibles that I didn't bother to get information. I hope it wasn't stolen, but nobody's come to claim it. <coughs> We're pretty. Well, it should be okay. I feel like if someone lost such wondrous items such as this, they would definitely be looking. Exactly. Exactly. Now it is a long journey. Do you have everything that you need in order to embark on this journey? Uh, I actually need to pick up some things, but um, I actually have to buy them here. We don't want to do forehand. It's supposed to be a bunch of stuff. Right, right. You can buy them here in Brick. Okay. There's nothing here I need. I am just about ready. Well, if it will help, I, I saw you were ta- you were worried about a bit of liquidity. I could give you a bit of a a bit a, ca- a bit of gold to yeah, kind of cover your expenses, and we'll take it out of the store credit. So I can give you each two hundred gold to get started. And uh, and she pulls out this crate and she's like, and I've got a few items that I haven't yet cataloged, and if you guys are interested, you can take some. She's got a stick to her head and you hear like rummaging through. Really doing business. And kind of, and, and pulls her and starts. Oh no, I don't think that would be useful. And kind of tosses behind her. And, no, no, I think. She pulls out this thing and then, and when she goes like this, like a knife comes out of it. And she looks at it. Well, who would really need that? And she puts it back. <laughs> And she's like, oh, 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 oh. Swiss, Swiss. oh, how about this? And she pulls out this really ancient, rusty-looking key. Yes, yes, that would be interesting. Who would like a mystery key? I don't know what it opens. But maybe something important? Here you go. In my bag. <coughs> okay. Mm, and, uh, oh, oh, and she pulls out this ornate tankard. It looks very fancy-looking. And she kind of brushes it out with her hand. Anybody want a tankard? Sure. Here you go, sir. Uh, oh, and she pulls out a boot. She's like, oh, I wonder if I have the one. Aha! Boots. You need boots for a good walk. Who would like some boots for a good walk? I'll just put those there. And leave this <laughs> oh, but there is one <clears throat> thing. This might help you. One of the things that fell from the planar craft when it exploded, I was able to purchase a little thing that came out. Somebody roll me a d100. <gasps> Percentile die. 91. So, and she pulls out this weird rectangular metallic object that has all sorts of buttons on it. A calculator. And, and and she's like, I'm not quite sure what this does, but when you put it out in the sun, you can see these numbers appear. It's really strange numbers. 
And no matter what you type in, it seems to know the answer. (laughs) (laughs) That's the right answer. I don't even know what the question was. Oh, you tell me a question that involves numbers. If I have 53 apples and I eat five apples, that's right, there are 48 apples left. Wow. (laughs) Here, you have this one. Of course, of course. There you go. You you hold it in your hand. It doesn't feel magical. (laughs) I'll push a few numbers. Yeah, you see numbers appear on the display up top. And you can see that it has like basic <laughs> math, it has basic mathematical stuff on it. You're literate, so you recognize them. There's a few of them that you don't recognize, though. Like there's there's one that says like like log, and one that says f- is there, is there, is and there one that says sin? sin and cost. Oh, I want to hit the sin button. Sin. <laughs> you hit the sin button, and it just it just gives you repent. Yeah. <laughs> Where is the repent button? <laughs> and there's one that says cause. You're not sure if that's like cosmological things or whatever. I just took it away in the bag. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So maybe that if, maybe that will help you at one I, point. I, I appear to have had a, have a gift if, if, if you'd I like to go. I suppose I'll take the boots of. Do they smell? If they smell musty. Oh. Like they like they they haven't been worn in a while. Oh. They don't smell like that. Dear me, I wonder if they're the right size. As you go, are you going to try to put them on? Maybe there. Okay. <laughs> You're not sure. When you look at them, maybe the right size. Yeah. You do feel like there's something special about them, yeah. though. Same thing as the tankard and the key. As you held it for that moment before you put it in your bag, you're just like, huh, that's strange. And you just kind of throw it away, but it did seem like there was something interesting about it. You're not quite sure what, though. Interesting. <coughs> <coughs> now, there is one other condition upon you going and taking all of my notes and my things. You must take along a companion who will help watch and will be responsible. And gearbox! And all of a sudden that, that round thing with legs and arm and the little little wings. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden it's like shik, it opens up and there's an eyeball. And it just it's like kind of walks over. It's probably about, you know, four, four a little taller than you as a gnome. It just kind of comes over. Tick, 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 tick. Hello everybody! <laughs> I'm Gearbox! I'm not gonna like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too bad! Because I already like you, Professor! I am so excited to go on this expedition with all of you, and I will so carefully take care of these maps and journals to make sure that nothing bad ever happens to them. <clears throat> Gearbox, what is your weight allowment? <laughs> <laughs> I can currently carry 103 pounds! Good to know. Hold on, we could do something with this box with numbers I have. How, how many pounds? A hundred and three. And if we took five pounds and put it on his head, <laughs> I need my abacus. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it shows ninety-eight. Pull out these bag. Gearbox, dear, play us the best hits of Harrienburg. <laughs> I am not sure what that means. <laughs> I am really sorry that I can't do that for you. <laughs> I really truly wished I even knew what you were asking for at this time. So do I. Yes. And so, so the so Brickville goes over. All right, Gearbox. Now I'm going to give you three very simple rules that you must absolutely follow. Oh, of course, Brickville. I'll be happy to do that. All right. Rule number one: Don't die. No matter what, you never die. 
You are far too expensive. Oh, I would never want to die unless you wanted me to, Brickbo. <laughs> Number two, take care of the journals. Of course, that is my primary function. Unless, of course, I will die. And number three, stay with these others as much as you can. Unless, of course, it violates rule number two or rule number one. Of course, they are my new best friends. Unless they want to kill me, in which case I will leave. Wonderful, wonderful. So, he will be your companion, and he will be the one who's in charge of the journals and the maps, although you were allowed to carry them and hold them and refer to them, but he's the, the one that the must is in store them. Is he the living? Box? Oh, no, no, that's a monodrone. Have you never heard of a monodrone? Give me an arcana check. Mm. Mm, 16. So minimum 17. You've heard of them. Um, there's an entire species of modrones that have like this hierarchy. Oh, and a monodrone okay. is the lowest on the hierarchy. That's why they're monodrone. So you're, you're, not, you're not super familiar with it, but you've definitely heard of them. But it's alive. Um, it's a it's a it's a mechanical contraption. It's sentient. Yes. Mm. Does it have a soul? Undecided. Does data have a soul? Good question. Mm -hmm. Do androids dream of robotic children? What is it that? <laughs> I can't remember. Robotic sheep. Well, I think I'm alive. I talk. I'm aware of you all, and I don't want to die. How could I be given a rule to not die unless I was already alive? Well, the dwarf put, her in put it in charge. Oh, I'm not in charge. I'm just in charge of the maps. You can still tell me what to do as long as it doesn't violate the three rules. Delete voice box. I'm uh, sorry. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I really wish I could do that for you, Professor, but I don't know how. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> I always wanted to try my hands at the wearing. So it looks like this. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> is that Mike? Is that Mike? No, no, no. This is actually a monodrone from D&D. I'll put this right here. And Rob, if you want to grab the side camera and show it to the audience. call him Gonk. Well, get the camera on it first before you switch over to that. There we are. <clears throat> okay, well. So, yeah. Hmm. We'll probably need to grab some supplies and such before we leave. I wonder how long this thing will stay true. <laughs> Do you require there any maintenance? Is. Oh, actually, any, yeah. Any uh, upkeep? Any oil? Uh, I can self-maintain. As long as I don't get too wet or too on fire, I should be okay. Do you have to eat? No, I don't have to technically eat, but Do yes, I do. But just, you know, whatever we find lying around will do just fine. Do you need to shut down for a period every day? Oh, usually I need a bit of a cool down period. Roughly about six to eight hours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if I, from what I've seen, watching your kind, you need one too. Now, now I don't leak like you do. But, you know... I'm old. <laughs> well, if you eat and you don't leak... That's a fair question. You know, I've never quite thought of that before. I've not been programmed to really have higher levels of thinking, so I just know the basics of my existence. You know, first of all, um, uh, Gearbo here, he doesn't take one-fifth of our loot, right? Or our... Um, oh, oh, no. He's, our our he's, knowledge gathered. He will not take any of your experience. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what you're asking, isn't uh, it? Okay. Asking. <laughs> Don't worry. He is pretty frail, though, so please take good care of him. I think he's a frontline gearbox. 
Uh, no, no, please don't mm. put him out front. He's very valuable. And I need him to come back. Do we have to call him Gearbox? Could we maybe name him something more appropriate? Like what? Gearbox? Claptrap. <laughs> I, was th- I was thinking bait. <laughs> I like this one. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> but if you want to do it, I'll be happy to be bait. <laughs> maybe I should roll up. That's sure. <laughs> he might grow on you. Uh, he's bigger than me, right? A little bit. Everything's bigger than you. That's true. <laughs> Can I like, stand on his head? Yeah, but it's like it's like. It, Can you ride? His legs don't seem to be strong enough to have somebody Wait, like. Are, like are you pounds. are you below his carrying capacity? I could. Oh, uh, yeah, I weigh like uh, twenty pounds. <laughs> I think he's good to go. <laughs> he could carry you. It'd be hard for you to balance on top of the sphere. Stand on there, hang out his little wing hat thing. We like that's actually well some hands yeah. like, forward, on. backward. I like your enthusiasm. Right. However, I'm not a horse. Right. I wish I could be now for you. I'm gonna put the saddle down. <laughs> All well, right. I would like to get moving on to this place of thingy real fast. That is a wonderful idea. Let's head out into the city. Or you could go gather the equipment you want and come back and get me afterwards. We'll do that. Whatever you want. I like that one. Okay. Seems I'll stay here at Brickbow's. Excuse me for a moment. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, we got the mats and journals. Run, run. <laughs> According well, actually, go. You have to leave the mats and journals behind. According to rule three, he should really go with you. Why? What's rule three? Stay with us. Oh. I love you, us. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the worst. You haven't you haven't <laughs> left on the expedition yet, so he's he's okay with not following you around the city doing your chores. Okay, okay so what would you like to do next? <clears throat> We're not going to role play every last little bit of shopping. Don't worry, I don't have a binder of random urban encounters to do. <laughs> uh, now, I want to point out something to the audience. Something I talked to Steve about before. When it comes to the wizard, has an interesting mechanic of the spell book, where when he learns new spells, uh, sorry, when he discovers another wizard spell book or spell scrolls. He can actually spend money and time and copy them down. But in the book, it says that money counts as the uh, components and ink and stuff that he is going through. And so I have a kind of a bit of a house rule that if you're not currently in a city, then you need to have pre-purchased generic components and ink and stuff. And so, for example, if he's like, I'm going to get 100 gold pieces worth, I think it's 50 gold pieces per level one, or per level, so then he would be able to do a couple level one spells. But he wouldn't be able to get any more until he finds more components. So if there's, if there's, uh, and, and also I've told everybody they can start with any material components that are required for their spells that have a gold piece allocation, you can have one of each of those, even if it's consumable. But if you want to buy more consumable ones, you can pretty much find, Herrenberg is a very, in Brother and you, actually the three of you would have all the knowledge you need to pick up any of the normal items on the in the player's handbook or any minor um, spell components as well. So what what is it that you guys are looking for? Um, well, I didn't actually consider the price of uh, spell scrolls at a magic shop. Do you know what they are offhand? Um, pretty expensive. Yeah, I know. Like hundreds of gold pieces for level one. Is it hundreds? Okay. Yeah. You're not going to be able to buy spell scrolls. All right. I, I require nothing then. Did you want to stock up on generic components yeah. so that if you come across spell scrolls? Um, well, uh, actually, if you that don't, makes and sense. You're out, if you're out in the wild, I'm not, you, you're going to, based on the map, and I haven't shown a lot yet of the map of Alarath, and I am going to make another map that shows, you are going to pass villages in other small towns along the way, so you, 
You might be able to pick up some components, but Herrenberg is definitely a hub that has almost everything you need. I, actually, I probably should pick up uh, some rations if we're going to be able to. <coughs> oh, yeah, there's that too. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, looking at the map, if you're going to take this journey by foot, it's about two weeks. It's a week by horse, but you'd have to buy horses, which are 75 gold pieces each. Um, mm. There is the alternative Who's to buy a carriage. Yeah, that would cost about the same though, because the horse and carriage. Maybe two. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it's about it's about the same. Um, it might be a little cheaper. We can look it up if you want. The other alternative, of course, is to take one of the ships and sail most of the coast. Um, that would cost you twenty five gold pieces each. That'd be the fastest, I think. Yeah, and then a couple days on foot as well, because you won't be able to take you all the way there. And you're not exactly sure where you have to go, but you have a general idea. There are woods that you have to pass through. Mm -hmm. We still always the top and work our way down. Yeah, I vote we sail, but uh, I would like to pick up rations and uh, I guess I don't know what do you think of good like spend two of my gold on various components. Well, the I think uh, let me double check, but I believe it's fifty gold pieces per level. If you ever learn spells, you kind of have to think about that, just in case you don't have the opportunity to pick up more later on, right? Back to the tome, I can write that. If I find a spell, I can write that in the tome, right? Two hours <coughs> and 50 gold pieces. So yeah, so it's 50 gold pieces per level. So if you had 100 gold pieces, I could do one level two or two level ones. Hmm, not really a fan of boats. Oh, you've been on the horse for long. I'm going to need 100 gold back. I'll spend it now. I can summon my own horse, but not today. Not today. <laughs> I suppose if the boat is the quickest. Maybe the quickest and the cheapest. Because we're not running too high on gold. Maybe the cheapest solution is the better one. Yeah. So? Okay. Uh, around town, what do you guys want to do? So, <coughs> for me, I'll, sp uh, I'll get. I don't have the price of rations on me, but I'm going to spend a bunch of money, uh, 25 gold on rations ish, and then I'm going to spend, I'll give you 300 gold and take it on my thing out for about 300 or three. Six levels worth of spells. Oh yeah, we should all grab some rations, right? And mm -hmm. other than that, I don't require anything. You might more. start. You might have rations already as a starting character. Single. <laughs> but um, I'm just gonna find rations real quick. Yeah, somebody can look up the price of rations. Is there anything it, else? It we should would be need? in the basic equipment. Anything else we would need in? Um, oh, I guess not. They're half a gold each for a day. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna take fifty rations. Fifty? How many? How much? How long do they last for? They're, they're when you're buying rations, you're not buying nice food. You're buying like no, it's like jerky fried and jerkies and yeah. So you're good. It'd be good for a couple nuts weeks, and a seeds, month, even a couple months. Yeah, five silver pieces per day ration. <coughs> yeah, it's twenty-five gold. We're not using um, encumbrance, are we? Yes, but you should be fine. Okay. How are you holding fifty rations? It's oh, is it two pounds per ration? It's one pound per ration. Oops. Oh, sorry, two pounds per ration. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, a lot of, it's a lot of food. Holy but it is a day's worth of food, right? Wait, can you hold and with the pounds of rations? I don't even know, actually. With the don't boat. worry about it too much. We're okay. about encumbrance when it comes to like you okay. a huge hoard of treasure. With like the that. boat, okay. how are <coughs> we? What, what's our estimated travel time then? You want to go to the docks and talk to somebody about that? Sure. Okay. Well, actually, you've been out on the boat, so you'd know. Yeah, if I knew. It's it about, a, about a week by ship to sail up the coast. Okay. Um, I'm just taking 250 gold worth of magic 
writing. Okay. Just, just so it's going to take us that. two weeks on foot to get there. Two weeks on foot, but it's free. A week by ship, which would cost 25. When you go there, you're not going to find anything much cheaper than 25 gold pieces per per person. Okay. And that includes the cost of gearbox. He's cargo. Yeah, for for the sake of like things like that, does he count as another person? For what? To bring gearbox along, do we have to pay like yeah, per that's, head? That's why it's twenty. Okay, it's twenty gold pieces each. But when you uh, I see five, 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 mm-hmm. so twenty. Yeah, he's not gonna pay. There's a whole separate thing. Yeah, so I grab <coughs> a couple rations. I think I'm good. No, you don't need them. What else would you like to do around town? I have nothing to do around town. I'll. Garrett, before he leaves, is definitely going to go and make sure he polishes the small shrine to Olara that is in the, uh, in the lower temple district, yeah. I would assume. Oh, no, no, the lower, in the slums. Oh, actually, okay. in the slums. Uh, everybody's done shopping. All I want to talk about in the library real quick and see if I can find any more information that I don't recall off the top of my head about what I think is, what's that area called again? Barrier Peaks. Barrier Peaks? Yes, the Barrier Peaks. Okay, just those mountain ranges in general. Just, you know, what other information you can find. Okay, so you haven't been back to the library for a couple oh, weeks. Oh, I don't want to go back to the library. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you walk into the library, a little, a little, uh, a little nervous. Your head's down a bit, um, and as you approach, you see the familiar sight of the half elf, who is currently the receptionist, and she's like, "Professor Albert, mm. you're back here. Mm. I thought you were on administrative leave. <clears throat> I'm just looking just look for some books. I'm just going to be no, 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 I didn't take the books. I didn't take the books. I, I want to believe you, but they're currently still wondering where those books are. Just have you found those books? Have I you been able to return the them yet? I have not found the books. <coughs> well, according to my library card, you can't check out any more books. I'm not, I just, I'll just leave them all. I'll leave them on the shelf real quick. She's going to check out some books. <laughs> Who is she? Still are. So I'm going to uh, look into her eyes and be like, uh, Dearie, what, what's your name? Oh, um, Alindra? Alindra? Alindra. Alindra, dear, you see, it's Alindra. quite important that the professor and I get in and look at those books. It's very, it's very important. So, if would you be so kind and be a dear to let us in? And you see, like, this little flicker. something flicker or something in uh, Mrs. Deltwater's eyes. <clears throat> okay, okay. Uh, give me a persuasion check with advantage. I know what you're going for. <coughs> okay. Uh, not quite, she's not quite a commoner. Uh, with advantage. With advantage. With advantage. Twelve. Twelve? <sighs> you know, the headmaster's going to have my back. You better not take anything more. I didn't take anything. Well, then why did they suspend you? I don't know. <laughs> I'm working on it. <sighs> okay. You can go. But... Make, no, it, already ran. Make, it, make it quick. So Don't take anything. Sorry, I grab her hand. I thank you, dearie. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just make it quick. And shh. I'm going to run to the sections about the Barrier Peaks. Uh, anything on Koalish himself. Okay, um, so uh, you can give me either an investigation or a history check. Whatever you prefer. It's the same. <laughs> okay. Mm, 14. 14? Okay, so as you spend some time. <coughs> oh, actually, I have. One second here. 
So as you're looking through, you do find actually a reference, something that you hadn't noticed before because you hadn't heard the name, the Dunye Glonye, that she, that the, that Brickbo had mentioned. The city of Dunye Glonye. If you want to know how to spell that, it's not yeah. anything like what you hear. It's D-A-O-I-N-E. It's Dunye. Mm -hmm. It's like Gaelic. Oh. Glonye. G-L-O-I-N-E. So Dunye Glonye. If you say it with an Irish accent, it sounds even Dunye better. Dunye Glonye. Dunye Glonye. <laughs> sing it. Yeah, just sing it. So, Dunia Glonier was found in the Barrier Peaks. But it's long been deserted. According to the research that you did, which you're hoping is accurate, yeah. its last residents left ages ago though a few of their descendants are said to scratch out a meager existence along the old mountain passes leading to the city. Okay. If you want to spend some more time, that, t that took you a good portion of a day. Oh, really? Yeah. <coughs> if, you want to s if you want to actually delay your expedition, no. you can spend some more. Does anybody else do anything to hunt for rumors or information? Shall we take to the streets? Ask around. I'm not sure that anyone will. There's a lot of whispers of the of the craft. You hear people talking about that all the time. But if you spend like a good portion of a day in taverns and talking, you maybe there's been there's been a lot of travelers who are coming and going too. Maybe you can get something out of that. Won't be easy, but I'll quietly follow Garrett around and let him do most of the. Okay. So how would you like to approach it then? What are you doing? Um, you will find the, I guess probably the market would be the highest concentration of people. Don't go to the market, it's full of traps. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta get my other binder. <laughs> I, I am getting the strange feeling that the market is not the best place to go, so... No, the market's fine. The market's fine. <laughs> so I guess I'll go around and keep an ear open as I wander around trying to are pick up on... Are you gonna talk to people or are you just gonna listen? <laughs> uh, for the most part, I'm going to just listen and overhear. And if I then catch anybody in particular talking about any of the rumors, or about the Skyship, or about the name Qualish, anything like that, that's what will trigger his attention. Okay. Alright, so let's start off with a perception roll. Give me a perception check. Can I do that as well? Because I'm still kind of there if listening. If you're doing it with them, then we'll give them an advantage. That's then. fine. We'll give them an advantage. Good thing. Good. That was crap. There we go. Crit. Crit. <coughs> Alright. I get plus nothing, so it's just straight twenty. <laughs> twenty plus zero. It's better than the three. I so read. as you're as you're going along and you're trying to listen, you go into taverns and Brother Ren's next to you, Brother Ren all of a sudden taps on your shoulder and points. Because it was is with the help, right? So mm -hmm. it's actually him yep. got that. So he points over and you, you overhear the word somebody talking about the barrier peaks. So then you go over and you start a conversation with them. For but they sure. seem a little wary because you know you're in this all this armor and stuff and you, um. you're a stranger to them. So before, before I approach, I will pop my channel divinity. Uh, it is. Um, wow, that one is called. There we go. Emissary of Peace. As a bonus action, you grant yourself plus five to persuasion checks for okay. the next ten minutes. Because that's actually I was going to get you to do a persuasion check next. So that's, yep, that's suitable. So I will pop that channel divinity. So all of a sudden, you're just like, oh, you glow a little bit, yep. and, and they, they seem a little uneasy, but at the same time, they they can't help you but washed over by this this comforting this comforting feeling. So uh, as you have you speak with them and you try to find out what they know, give me a persuasion check. Okay. I have base five, so I'm gonna get plus ten to that, so seventeen. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Big pass. <laughs> so you quite easily work yourself into the conversation and try not to sound too condescending and too young. You sound 
just wise enough and just of the people enough. Perfect. You know, you're trying to fit in with the people, even though you're no. like you're not used to doing exactly that. Um, you always like to stand out and try, be try to chill a little try, bit more try, than try, I try, typically. Yeah, am. exactly. A little like, less overbearing, yeah, probably. Like they, one of them actually starts to talk about sins, and it takes all of your. You're just like, eh, not for now, not for now. That's not, oh, that's not what I need to do. <laughs> and um, so, what they say, they kind of whisper to you, saying, "There be talks about this." Dunia Glonia city that they've recently had expeditions come back from. And the people say that it takes its, its name from the monster kept there by the city priests. They would sacrifice victims to the Medusa Glonia Nathar Nathar, using the bodies of those poor victims as the city's statuary. That sounds terrible, right? It sounds like a place that no one would want to go. No, I wouldn't want to go there. You said people came back from an expedition there. So I heard. Do they? Do you know about them? No. Anything? Nothing. Hmm. These are just the rumors that I've heard. Well, that is much more than I've heard. Well, thank you. Hmm. Hmm. And then it kind of disperses. And that took you most of the day to find that information. Okay. Or or you spend the rest of the day and you don't find any more information. That's pretty decent information right there. If it's true. If it's true. Hmm. There's rumors and legends after all. <laughs> There's always a nugget of truth in there somewhere. Exactly. Maybe it's not a Medusa, maybe it's uh, something else, but some terrible creature that must be taken care of. Hmm. We'll face it all the same. But of course, it does not scare me. So the day has passed. You all have to return to wherever you sleep, and the next day is here. The city is still not. It feels like every day that goes by, the city's doing worse. A little more tense. Yeah, this, you, you felt a couple more tremors um, the, during the day that you were looking around. A few of the books fell off the shelves, and you quickly put them back so you wouldn't be accused of being the one responsible of that. Um, yeah, people are just. It's, there's definitely a lot of tension going through the city, and it just seems if this isn't taken care of, that you know whether the thing is responsible for any of the problems or not, it's gonna cause some long-term damage to the city. <clears throat> so the next day is here. Did you want to spend more time looking for rumors and legends? Or do you feel apprehensive and want to get going? Well, I'd like to go back to uh, Owen Wilson. I know I have, we, Rin and I, and I were on the streets yesterday. Owena, and uh, we learned a little bit, Meet but Mila. other than that, the rumors seem to be quite <coughs> not, too, not too much, so... I think it's probably about time we head off. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, yep, Rin's yep, going to make yep, sure that yep, 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 before yep, he leaves, if yep. if he knows of anyone in sort of the neighborhood he's been staying in that doesn't have a home, plenty. So if there's time sort of paid up on my rent, I'll just there. You pay kind of week to week, month to month, kind of thing. Now you live a pretty uh, squalid living, so it only costs you about well, whatever time's left, I'll let someone move in. Okay. Mm. You can always throw like a gold piece their way. That'll probably be like another month's worth. True, I'll do that. I'll do that. It's a noble you, deed. Yeah, your your place is cheap. It is pretty cheap. It's also pretty dirty Gross. and crappy. Like you, you keep it clean. He keeps it clean. Okay. But, you know, tries Just to kill in general. Yeah, tries to kill the cockroaches and rats and other creatures that seem to always squirm their way through. But uh, but it's clean. One of those polish a turd situations. Yeah. I also, I also think Rin's uh, probably looking a little uncomfortable in his armor and carrying a shield. It's maybe not something he's done in a while. 
Mm. So yeah, so you show back up at the shop, kind of just still yeah. feeling. Yeah, you, you, you see you see now that he's looks very different. His red hair. Do you okay. do anything to your red hair? Have you pulled it back like a ponytail yeah, or something? Yeah, pulled, pulled back off my face. And I am wearing my adventuring tie. <laughs> <laughs> Really you go. And you got your haversack. Did you sleep well, Professor? I did, I did. Very much did. I did, I did. You fools didn't bring an umbrella. It's not even raining out. Why do you always it carry will, that umbrella will. around it with will, you? It will, it will. <laughs> you never know when you might need an umbrella. And Mrs. Doubtwater always has her the broom. broom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say to that. They look very strange. <laughs> Egypts. <laughs> We are ready for combat. You are ready for a mess and rain. <laughs> I'm quite afraid to see what happens when <laughs> enemies show up. Oh yeah, um, I've traveled with people before that wear less armor. And I think they'll be fair. Okay. Okay, Gearbo. Ready to go. So you walk into the shop. Oh yeah. So, so Brickbo is there and Gearbox currently having a little conversation with Gearbox, and she's she's talking to her normal level voice, and you can hear Gearbox. <laughs> it seems to have one volume level. It's <laughs> <laughs> just talking really loudly. This is gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. So you walk in. Stealth anywhere? <laughs> you guys are gonna be real quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so Brickbo turns back. Oh, welcome back. I hope that you had time to get everything you need. Are you ready to begin your adventure? Mm, we booked yes. passage on a ship going up the coast. We haven't booked it yet. Oh, okay. But that's your plan is to book is to go. You know the general prices, looking around Fair and stuff. <coughs> um, why are we here? Oh, we need to pick up gearbox. And the maps yeah, we and stuff. are yeah. gearbox is the one that's. <coughs> so you see, gearbox has actually been like outfitted with a bit of a haversack, <laughs> and and he, and, and uh, so Brickle turns and says, oh, "Just so you know, gearbox is actually an excellent. Uh, he has an excellent sense of direction and time." So if you ever need to know which way is north, just ask Gearbox. That's right! I always know which way is north and how far from noon it is. Right now, where is north? What time is it? That way! It is 2 hours and 43 minutes and 25 seconds before noon. Splendid, thank you. <laughs> You're in dumb time. <laughs> we left that. <laughs> Specifically. So that can't work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh no. I'm going to take a gearbox in the line. <laughs> it couldn't possibly have been three hours and 11 minutes. It was clearly three hours and nine minutes. Oh, I'm so sorry. I cast 47 cantrips. Because <laughs> I cast 47 cantrips. It's lucky time. It's lucky time. How often can I cast, <laughs> cast mending? I can do this 10 times in a minute. Alright, yeah, let's just, uh, I don't want to be here anymore. I hate everybody's voice in this room. <laughs> Ready to go. Well, let's go. <laughs> Remember, Professor Hobart is a happy man. Happy uh, you did put Steve your umbrella always, down when you came inside. Steve always bleeds through. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're heading to the docks? We, yes, that would be fantastic. I said happily. <laughs> Okay, so you head down and out to the docks. Um, unfortunately, your friends are long gone, so you won't be able to get That's back okay. to them. They dropped you off and, and headed off as well. Or even if you came back with them, I'm not quite sure. And uh, as you look around, it doesn't take you very long before you find a skiff that is able to go along the coast. And you can approach that ship. 
And currently, it's getting currently loaded for that day's shipment. It's probably about a 30-footer, 40-footer. A crew of roughly a dozen. Room for a handful of passengers. And you approach what you assume to be its captain, which is a... Randomly generated. <laughs> Until I like what I see. Come on. Where is it? Hold there it on. is. <coughs> I'm sorry, I had one right here a second ago. And Are you wearing an adventuring skirt? Yes. Yeah. It's got little ball bearings, so if someone comes Does she have a gigantic backpack that holds all your stuff? No, or something? It's, it's okay. Yeah, a beautiful satchel. <laughs> satchel. For anyone she's, she's really good at organizing stuff in it. Yeah, apparently just folding everything. Everything's so in there. <laughs> folding it just right. Yeah, that's Mrs. Doubtwater. So as you approach, you see a not young but not old male half-elf sailor that looks to be the one in charge, kind of barking orders at everybody else. Uh, he's got rugged red skin. Looks like he's been out in the sun so much that you know it's not it's not it's not tanned. It's just like it's, it's, it's become burnt. But you're not sure if some of that is maybe actually the natural hue of the the skin for the half-elf as well, because you know some of them could have a similar tinge. But it's like. Maybe their skin used to be red, but now it's like tanned red. <laughs> like clearly they're out, and he's bare-chested, uh, has a sailor's build, so it's quite muscular. A bald head, very black eyes. Uh, but when I say, like, it's not like a... He's half bear? Half elf. Bare-chested. There you go. That's what we're looking for. He's half bear. He has, so a, has, a, short, has a short little mustache, a round, attractive face, athletic, athletic build. And uh, yeah, he's kind of looking around, yelling him. orders. And he turns Why around. Hit on him. <coughs> Why would I do that? <laughs> he turns around and he sees the four of you approaching, and all your gear and this this little monodrome just kind of <laughs> swinging the hands back and forth like this as it walks. We get weird looks walking with. The yeah, of course. Line. Okay. They're, they're kind of all looking around. Like it's just, and he's just big smile on his mechanical face. It basically, looks at everybody. Hello, hi. <laughs> and continues on with you. And you have your familiar too. We never really mentioned that. Is uh, your familiar currently with you? In the bag. In the bag. Okay. <laughs> Morbid. That's an easy way not to have to keep track of it. Yep. <laughs> and so you approach. He looks in your direction, and we're looking for passage, Captain. Ah, <laughs> oh, I could definitely get you passage. Wherever you be looking to go. Yar. We need to go up the coast towards Northgate. Ah, yes. Yeah, we'd be going that way. <laughs> Not as far as Northgate, though. We'll need to be dropped off along the way. Oh, that'd be fine. Ah, of course, the, the, the cost for each of you is 20 gold pieces. And that must be paid all up front. I can't offer much in accommodations or food, but we'll be comfortable enough as long as the weather holds. Nice hit over 20 gold. This man is ready for rain, so weather should not be an issue. Aye, um, an umbrella... Yes, of course, that will work really well out in sea when the rain comes. Yar. <laughs> Yar. <laughs> so you hand him 20 gold? Yeah, just hand it over. Okay. I will also need your names for the manifest. For when we reach the next ports, we must uh, we must give them to the authorities. Owl. Owl. Just owl? Like the bird. Owl, like the bird. So is that O-U-L? Sure. O-U-L. Owl. Two L's? Absolutely. Yar, that's what he said. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, and you find, sir, Garrett Flugelhorn. Garrett service. Flu- is that the Flugelhorns that invented the Flugelhorn? Indeed. Oh, 
I have a friend, Bard, who loves the flugelhorn. Ah, <laughs> I carry one as well, though I am honestly not that great at it. Oh, that is a, that's B. Uh, uh, so that's just it's too unfortunate. You could have serenaded us with your flugelhorn. I have music. brought lots, much shame to my family, but I'm here to repent that sin. Okay. Being such a terrible musician. I did not need your backstory, young lad. Well, you asked. I hardly think that's a sin, Gary. And you, old lady. Your name, please. To my father. Um, so she's a little wary about giving her actual name out, because she hasn't done that for quite a long time. So she's going to look at the, the captain. The Dear. Looks right into his eyes. Perhaps we can go 25 gold, and we forget the name. Arr, I like your thinking. Arr. Mrs. Smith the Bee. <laughs> <laughs> so it actually is going to cost you each 25 gold because you have to chip in for Gearbox. And so you're an extra five on top of that. Okay, so 30 gold. And you, fine gnome man, gentleman. I'm not quite sure what to call your people. This is going to backfire, isn't it? <laughs> what be your name? <laughs> Professor Hobart Nimsel Bobakin. Professor Hobart Nimsel Bumpkin. It. it was one eyebrow raises. <laughs> you had a problem spelling owl, but you wrote that down? He shows you the paper, and it's just like... <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all like just scratches. <laughs> it's like some sort of shorthand, because he, he seems to not actually be able to read or write. <laughs> but he's just scratching things out of piece of paper. <laughs> uh, you don't recognize... You, when he, when he, when he glance over the paper, you actually can't recognize what he's writing down. And none of you actually would. Just pure nonsense? It's not, actually. I just walk out of the boat, by the But way. it's not... It's not, it's not, it's not English you, or, or it's common. Not common. It's not common. Uh, <coughs> so he just kind of puts I walked away. Okay. There's one wandering on my new boat. My All right. <laughs> right. We'd be, we be casting off in we less than an hour. So make sure you're here or we leave without you. And your, your bounty be forfeit. All right, fine. Hey! Get those bee jiggers over <laughs> on the crates. What are bee jiggers? Cast up the mainsail. We'll be leaving here in an hour. Cast it? How are you? Not you. I'm not talking to you. What are you talking about? I, I think we just gave our money to a con man, sir. That would be worse then. <laughs> so you did do it. No, I didn't do it. You must manage your finances better, sir. Another thing for me to do. I just give the guy all the money. I, don't I clean your clothes. I clean the house. I cook. Now I have to do your finances. Unbelievable. What's <laughs> complained in 30 years? <laughs> well, that's been a pretty we rough. We go adventuring for one day. <laughs> two months. The past two months have been a little rough. <laughs> okay, so. Your, uh, your, your servants seem a little. Yeah, she does the job. She does a good 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 job. Um, Your box is kind of <laughs> looking around. I found a place to sit down, and an hour has passed. You want to just pass the hour? That's fine. You <laughs> can just kind of, you yeah. can just literally sit nearby and wait the hour. I warned your box not to go near the anchor. Mm. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. I don't think I would have gone there. I don't want to go in the water because then I get wet, and wet is another thing that I can't get. So fire and wet. Like how wet? Well, it would rust me if I get too wet. She can clean you. Well, that would be much appreciated. It's why I have my broom, dear. Get you all cleaned up in a swip of a jiff. Oh, that is fantastic. Thank you so much, Mrs. Doubtwater. <coughs> Mrs., you, you, you were married? I, I, I was married at one time, but my, uh, my love, he's unfortunately passed away. 
Kalina will take care of him, I'm sure. I, I appreciate it. Just got saddened here. <laughs> oh. Don't be saddened by it. I'm drinking my tea rations. <laughs> do, do you also have like <coughs> tiny triangle sandwiches? With that? <laughs> How long have you served uh, Mr. Bumpelkin? Oh, I've known Mr. Bumpelkin for about 30 some odd years. Is that right, sir? 30 years now, yeah, 30 years. 30 mm. years. It's been 30 years. I actually knew a Bumpelkin. Did you know? I did. We've never met. Is there m- many Bumpkins? No, I'm the last of my line. There, there are no bumblekins around. You are know? you sure? Oh, Not I can yet. guarantee that from all the times I've been uh, a servant at his oh, house. There is. I've never once seen a bumblekin. There, there is another guy. What? The guy who I'm pretty sure took my name and he racked up all the debt. Stole them books. <laughs> That's a bumblekin as well? That's, I don't know what his real name is. I'm trying to find his real name. We're going to find that guy. Nibs. Nibs. Yeah, that's that's my name. No, that's his name too. No, I'm sure that's what he told you. You met him, did you? Did you describe him? You describe him. I met him. What does he look like? Uh, short fellow. I'm gonna draw something really quick. A simple fellow. Bold. Did he look like this? He was misguided. (laughs) He was misguided, but I think a good soul. Good souls put me in the poorhouse. Until he. Well. He was misguided. He stole everything from me. I'm gonna find him. I'm gonna find that nibs. And then what would you do, him. sir? Hmm? Mind your tongue now. <laughs> There's young kids about. For I shall travel with you, and I will have him repent for his sins. This man here. Uh, I, I would warn After you this, to I be will careful. <clears throat> about of careful what? He's not a gentle man. Okay, so if I find this news guy, can you make him repent? For sure. Can you get my money back? All the money back. Cash is not really my issue. Can you get the books back to the library? Can you, can you make him return his library books? We could talk to him about maybe possibly bringing that those, as part of his repentance. Coming, coming, coming you are a reason. devout soul, Garrett, but you could not make the books. nibs that I know repent. Hmm. <laughs> well, maybe if he had met the spiky hand of justice. Give <laughs> him the justice! <laughs> <laughs> maybe that will sway his opinions. <clears throat> Fair, fair. I do, I do have a, a PI out there looking for him. We're, we're going to find that nibs. We're going to find that nibs. Do I fake know nibs. where nibs? A fake nibs. May have when did been. you actually... You haven't when, seen when's him the last, When's the last time you seen his nibs? Some time ago. Some time ago. A few like years. A couple of years. It's been going on for that long. I said, oh, that's, that's horrible. You might want to check in with the Temple of Kalina. I think they were last to see him. Temple of Kalina. He worked for them for a short time. He, he, he's a priest? No, far from it. Sounds like a swindler to me. Indeed. He's colorful. Captain Yar, uh, can, I, can I trust you to uh, send a note back to Herrenberg? We're, we we be in Herrenberg now. Did we take off yet? No. no. We be waiting. <laughs> <laughs> we be casting off in so less oh, we, we less than 20 minutes. So deep in his books is this gnome. <laughs> yeah, you're having this conversation as you're We're waiting. Still the yes, sir. Your powers boy, of observation boy. are astute, sir. I'll wave over like a small boy. <laughs> Sounds like a small boy. <laughs> you boy. <laughs> Come here. A little, a little street urchin comes over. Will you help this fine gnome? Hey, 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 give me some. I don't have any gold. I have some of my gold. 
Well, we do all these. What did you do with all your gold? Here's five gold. Make it gold. Uh, just take this note to my private investigator. <laughs> <laughs> Where's their b- base in town? I don't know. I don't know. Really. No, seriously. You hired them. Ah, to the left of the library. That's where they're based. <laughs> it's just the library and then, and then PI. Jimmy's PI office. Didn't you hire Richard Tracy? I, <laughs> <laughs> do you have something in mind? Because you wouldn't the thing I wanted to do. Um, that, it's okay. You can make up whatever you want for the PI. Cool. I found this sweet goblin named Zotinkle. Nope. No. <laughs> then he couldn't be your PI. <laughs> Told you that already. All right. So there's just uh, some guy I met, and then the sunken. Oh, what's the town called? The sunken hope. Sunken hope. Uh, he's always there, just to take this over to the, the sunken hope. His name is. Uh, you hired. Hope. You hired someone. You met in the sunken hope. <laughs> Yes, desperate. What, what, what would you be doing down? I thought you said you'll never go down there again, sir. <laughs> you went down. Do you know what kind of things they do down there? Bunch of swindlers and hustlers. They might stab you in the. You dark. spend all the time down there? No, I've heard things. Mm. Well, I had to find somebody to find this, this weird. So things. you went down. You know, dangerous it could be. I, I, I came back fine. I remember all of you was fine. Don't you ever do such a dirty thing like that again. No wonder all your clothes are full of mud. She makes a good point. I, I had my umbrella. I said, to, to take this note over to, to, to the sunken hope and give it to the uh, the bartender guy whose name I can't remember. But he'll, he'll hand it to my PI. Why are you looking at me? Talk to the child. Actually, the child? I am not the child. I'll get there in the middle then. <laughs> so I'll give the kid five. Go- I can't remember the his name. Like that, that guy, you know, he'd be on the counter. Remember when I said, <laughs> "All right, didn't matter sir. What was there? We could." I'll go it. do that. How much gold do you have? Apparently five. Five gold. Guess that. Just kiss so <laughs> his eyes just like bulge out. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. And you just you just see him like run off. You, the, you gave him five. Yeah. 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 His eyes like almost bulge out of his head as you hand him contents. This kid's this kid's buying a house. You, you toss an urchin a copper piece. Yeah, and he's just like I just go run simple errands for you. He was oh you mean your character has Oh yeah yeah okay. he's been given hundred gold. As the kid's kinda like running away, I'm gonna kind of duck out really quickly and I'm gonna cast um, at will message. Okay. Right at the little kid. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm gonna say if you run away with that money, dear, I'll strangle you and you sleep. He just kind of stops, <laughs> looks up around. Turn around. Yes, do, s- do you see me? The one with the broom on the ship. I see him looking over. Yes. Something wrong I'll with that boy. strangle you and you sleep, you little mm. urchin thing, you. Now get along now. Sunken hope. Wave. Say yes. Sunken Hulk. And yell out Sunken Hulk. You see like the wet spot appear in his, in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> so say Sunken Hulk. Out loud. Dude. He did. It was from okay. a distance. You couldn't hear <laughs> Now tag along. Goodbye. <laughs> disappears, <laughs> disappears into the crowds as quickly as possible. We're scaring children, are we? <laughs> Started this early. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, dear. Sorry. Sorry about that. I, I saw out in the distance and I reminisced of my, my late husband. Maybe when we get back, husband? they'll have found that imposter. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> I, I lost it at husband. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. My husband. My husband. <laughs> 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 I've been full of hoses. 
<laughs> All right, you all be ready to go now. Yar! <laughs> I like your enthusiasm. You do, um... You seem to notice a different demeanor in the captain. I, as he's speaking to the professor, he's, as, he's, as he talks, you see a little bit of contempt in his face. <clears throat> you don't notice this. Nope, not at all. So you board the ship, a little skiff, and you head off. Once, not to bother him while he's working. But yeah, so there, there's we, a lot of work as they're getting out of the once port. Once we are clear and the captain maybe has a bit of time. I'll it's about a half an hour, an hour later then. I'll approach the captain. Say, uh, yeah, he's he's got he's at the wheel at the helm. So you've had a run in with a bumblekin? <clears throat> he looks down at you, his eyes narrow. He's like <coughs> Arr, you be traveling at the wrong kind of folk there. I know who you think he is, he's not that. Hmm. I thought the same. And who be I think he is? Nymphs? The Halfling of many shirts, perhaps. <laughs> I know I'll be knowing what you be talking about there, sir. You weren't uh, done wrong by a <coughs> halfling brigand? Well, there be many a halfling that maybe I not be getting along with. But there be no Nibs Bumplekin who I have issue with. He seems a fine feller back there. Good old fine chap. Good old fine gnome, a chap. <coughs> All right. He's mistaken for a criminal of the same name, and I wanted to make sure that you weren't going to think less of him. Alrighty. I will not think less of him. Because you asked me to, good sir, owl. You'll do what? Hmm? You'll oh, do what? He was what? talking to the side before. Okay, Nobody else owl. You will do that. It's a joke. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Owl will do this. Owl will do that. <clears throat> All right then. <clears throat> okay. I'll move over to the dear professor. Did you? This, do you know the captain? Nope, never been on ship before. It's the first time. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Oh, sir, would you like an antacid, sir? You I might have one. You have one. Someone in here, sir. <laughs> I actually am feeling a little scratchy in the throat. Do you have a cough candy or something? Hi, there's always some Maybe cough candy all the way little down little there. Little. Oh, no, not that one. Here, here it oh, thank you, thank you. I can't guarantee how old it is, but... You have to brush out a little bit He <laughs> <laughs> pulls like this chunk of candy. <laughs> Chisel one off. I don't know why this is so quiet. Sound like waves. It should. There we, oh, you know what? There we go. I just turned it up. Apparently. <clears throat> okay, so you travel. It's pretty clear skies for the first day and a half. Nice. Um, up ahead, you can see that there's a bit of overcast, but it doesn't look <coughs> too much rain. <clears throat> As you've gone along, you've you've spoken a little bit with the crew. There are a mixture of humans and half elves, and um, there's even a half orc on there as well, working away. Uh, they're, they're not super talkative. They they keep to themselves. They they get a little of merry at night and uh, having you know singing their songs and uh, drinking their ale 
and then sleeping pretty heavily. As there's always somebody uh, on watch, though, as the, as the boat continues along. And it's mainly sticking to the coast. You're not going too far. Like you're never so far that you can't see the coast to the west. Is there anything you wanted to do on this journey? Uh, I like to investigate uh, these boots. Okay. So you yeah, have plenty of time for a short rest, <coughs> which means uh, you're going to do the key as well. All right. So as you investigate the boots, you come, you, you realize that they actually will change size. So they didn't look like they fit you, but as you put them on, they actually, they just, they do, they do fit. Oh, you saw okay. that you didn't expect them to fit, and they fit quite comfortably. And you get the impression that they don't leave regular tracks. Okay. And so as you kind of experiment, as you look around, you find some sand or whatever, and you kind of brush it onto the the dock, and you, or into the the. Um, the deck, sorry, not the dock, the deck. And as you walk across it, it just leaves regular footprints. <coughs> but then you think about it, and you walk across again, and it leaves different kinds of footprints. So you're able to manipulate mm. the type of footprints that you leave behind. Mm. They have to stick relatively similar to what you do. So it's not like you can be leaving an elephant's footprints. It's more they have to be a humanoid of roughly the same size. But you're able to change what those tracks look like. Interesting. Okay. As for the key, it's this old ornate key, but you have a funny feeling that it could open anything. Maybe. Like, Maybe. Like it has a chance of opening anything. Is that magical? It is. And that's because it, it can open anything. But you also have a funny feeling that once it does open something, that it won't open anything ever again. Mm. Okay. Catch what I'm. Tossing your way. Yep. <laughs> well, I will uh, as well inspect my tankard. Your tankard is it's, it has some nice. It has, once you polish it up and clean it up, it's actually quite nice. Probably could fetch a fair price. I like put it to my lips. <coughs> Did anything happen? Um, after you sp you spend some time experimenting with it, so you fill it with. You put it to your lips. And you're like, no, nothing. Put water in it. You put water. You drink it. It tastes like water. Uh, but it isn't until that night. I'm assuming that would you join in with their celebrations a little bit? Would you be uh, a, a or, little or you bit? Like, or you to like stay a, you like to away stay? from the um, sailors as to not listen to their stories because I am. Um, you don't want to tell them all to repent. No, no, not really. I, I, I understand my situation, and and I know that if I hear too much, I will say too much. Okay. So how much do you drink then? Oh, two, three cups. So three full oh, tankards. Yeah. Okay. So that, that, that's like yeah. well, it's like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, so you're just kind of drinking as the night goes on, and you're just you're how big just, was it? It's it's a good. He's size on the floor, <laughs> but he's not. I'm also just, a big dude. Yeah, he's, he, he can he, he can hold his liquor. Hmm. As you're going along, you're just kind of you realize after you've had two or three that you're not feeling any different. Oh. And normally by this point, you would have felt at least a little like. Okay, yep. Well, a little drunk. Mm -hmm. It's the mug of drinking contest. <laughs> mm. And so, yeah, so you want to experiment with this, or is that enough Challenge for you? the captain. For his captainship. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to do anything, because I'm going to get myself. You just need your mug? If you, if you want to, it's up to you. <laughs> is Professor Hobart a drinker? You're a three-foot no. No, he's not. Well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Are you over there with everybody else? Yeah. Just sitting and laughing and trying. Maybe, maybe a little, uh, Rin's probably a little withdrawn, but he's certainly drinking and listening and, you know. Yeah. How's it feel to be back on the high seas? I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I, there was a reason I got off these boats. <clears throat> right. 
So he hand, so you hand him the tankard and mm-hmm. what? I'll, this serves me no real purpose, as I do not tend to fraternize with these types. Birds on a night. You, you might be try. Able, might be able to make use of it. You should try. That is. You got the birds. I have lost control many times, and I'm trying to keep that in check. So it's best that I stay away from substance such as that. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Suit yourself. <coughs> so you sit there and you just kind of drink away. Yep. And the same thing, you notice after two or three drinks that you're not really feeling anything. You're wondering, is this even ale? But it is. It tastes like ale. Looks like ale. The sailors definitely are being. They're filling it. Yeah. Well, you're sharing it amongst everybody, right? Okay. And. It, but it's like it's not creating its own liquid. No. No, I just dance in the jig with all the sailors. Are you over there dancing with them? Yeah. Trying to fit in with the, the sailors? Well, you don't dance very well. I guess they, I they see, they give me a performance check. Ooh. Can I go in the corner and play the flugelhorn? You can try. Give me a performance check. I 16? Wow. Dance pretty good. Who? You, you seem, you read, you read a girl, book. There's one teacup of grog. I'm going. <laughs> wow, I did that. I did that. You rolled very well oh. with that dice. Uh, yeah, you, you, you read about a dance once, and you're just somehow putting it all together. And so they're they're all laughing as you dance away, and they're singing their songs. They're singing their their sailing jigs. There was was a honey that going down river. Which was your performance? Ten. There's a couple wrong notes in there, but. <laughs> are you actually proficient? No. Are you not proficient in this instrument? No. Okay. So well, actually, no, I don't think so. No, so no. you don't even really know nope. how to play. So you're just kind of figuring it out. So I think it's part of the song. <laughs> I, I've had it. It's just <laughs> so for not being for not really being practiced with it. It's okay. You can you kind of get the feel for it, and you're able to to. to it, it, you're able to make some notes, but you're not able to get your lips and sealed in such a way that those notes come out nicely. I see. So, so it's more like a. <laughs> 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 kind of drop This is why my father you know was ashamed of me. <laughs> I am on my second teacup of grog. Grog shots. Hey ho! I don't think so, do you? <laughs> Give me a constitution saving throw. With disadvantage. <laughs> with, oh, no. with disadvantage. <laughs> I cannot hold my drug. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's over the side. It's over the side. The seasickness is back. <laughs> and the sailors are all laughing as they as they continue on. Uh, I have to clean that up. As soon as he starts vomiting, I'll, I'll kind of take him. <clears throat> Fine, no, you've drank too much. It's time for you to sit down. What? <laughs> I do that. Uh, what's with, what's with this mug you gave me? I don't know. It didn't actually have the effects of normal ale, so. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> it's got all the flavor and none of the fun. <laughs> yeah, you don't even feel full. It's right. almost like. Oh, I don't even feel full? Yeah, it's, it's like the liquid's not there's, even in you. There's no beer gas. <laughs> <laughs> The bloat is not there. <laughs> the little gnome forts come from the back corner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think dark, no, gnomes probably it sounds like a small bird. Like, beep, beep, half wakes up every time. During all this, Gearboxes has has shut down. Just so you know, he's up in the corner just. <coughs> I'll just I'll just put the mug in his hand and like close it around it. So he's just holding the mug. There you go. 
<laughs> From what it seems, it seems like he's the one who should have said mug. I think so. <laughs> he does not seem to know how to control himself, especially amongst these sailor folk. I had two teacups of rum. <laughs> <laughs> two too many. It was mixed with the seasickness, though. Uh, yeah. I told you many times, one and done. <laughs> 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 you never listened. So, one, one after another, you all fall asleep for the evening. One after another. <laughs> I make sure to do my my evening prayers before I go. Okay. Yeah, you're totally sober. You're yeah. Kind of, you're a little upset, this I guess. Is, this is not where I wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> On the high seas, sober. Okay, so the night passes, and you awaken to find yourselves actually docked at the, because it's going to be, he actually had mentioned that he was going to be making several stops along the way, and uh, we're just at a small village, not too far from Herrenberg, actually, just, you know, well, well, not too far, obviously, a day and a half's worth of journey, pretty much there. We're going to take a break right there for a few minutes, so we'll get the BRB screen up. And uh, we'll come back and have a little chat for a few minutes, but we're going to take this opportunity to go to the bathroom and anything else that we need to. So we will be right back. And we're back. So morning's here, and when you wake up, you're already docked. Um, Just a small little port town. Uh, Just a day and a half boat journey, ship journey from Herrenberg. Uh, as you look out over this quaint little town, as the off, off, off behind it, you can see the, the forests. But uh, there's probably a few hundred people that live here, maybe a thousand, but not very big. Pretty small. And you can hear the sounds of the shipyard around you. There's a few other boats stocked here, mostly small ones. Yeah, this, the, the one that you're on is a big one compared to all <coughs> the little fishing ships and little rowboats and stuff that are all at this dock. You can see uh, fishermen currently cleaning their fresh catches and just kind of the, the bustliness of the morning workers of the town as, you, as you're sitting there. <coughs> and the captain comes up. And by the way, I don't know if you ever got his name. It's Cedric. Cedric Chaucer. That's Captain Cedric Chaucer. Arr. He comes up and says, We need to be trading a few items here. We'll be in port a couple of hours. Feel Arr. free to walk around <coughs> the town. While we take care of everything else. But make sure you're back here at around just a little before noon. Got that, Gerbo? I know exactly what time it is. That means we have one hour and 53 minutes and 25 seconds. Nope, 24 se- Nope, 23 seconds. Nope, 22 seconds. Nope. You know what? That sounds annoying. I'm going to stop right now. Thank you. Appreciate no problem. It. Try to push him into the off the dock. <laughs> What are you doing, sir? You don't even Morning tells us. He's, he's actually pretty. He's actually pretty heavy. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do my stretches. <laughs> okay, sir. I'd be happy to help you with your stretches. And all of a sudden, he Close starts. To the edge. He, he starts to turn, and he just like flies up in the air. <laughs> little wings. He's, oh, he can fly. <laughs> he has little wings. What did you expect? Wow. Oh. <laughs> are you jealous? I'll be honest, now? I did not see that coming. He's <laughs> like. <laughs> And he goes over and lands on one of the docks. This is a very interesting town. I have never been here before. Shall we go in and catalog the various life forms that live here? We shall not. Oh. Okay. I'll come back to the ship. 
because his legs are kind of hanging behind his hands. <laughs> 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 You guys want to explore the town or whip on the dock? Wait, do we have any purpose to be out here? What is the town's name? I want I don't the boat. even know. You want the boat? I guess we could try to gather more information. Possibly someone here knows a little bit more. Can we see the ship, the floating ship from here? Oh, yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on. What? The little floating thing from Harrenburg. Um, can we still see it? No. At this point, would you be able to? Like if we could, it's like just one thumb now? I was going to say it's like one gnome thumb. It's a little overcast right now, so no. So, okay. All right. So I don't know there's any information here we're gathering. Did we catch the name of the town? You did not. No. What's the name of the town? I'm looking at the sign right there. There's no sign right Welcome there. Welcome to... Oh, like on the dock sign? Yeah. You can't read it from a distance. you got to walk a little closer. <laughs> Takes you a couple steps. So you actually get off the ship then? Tiny leg gnome. You do? Yeah. Really? Like how far? Like five feet, ten feet, fifteen feet? I need to know exactly. (laughs) Seven and a half feet. Oh. Too far. (laughs) Well, roll up a new character now. (laughs) (laughs) You oiled it dead. You go to step off the boat and a shark jumps up and eats you. (laughs) Wait, there's no town on the map? This map's not accurate. I told you I'm going to get a new one, all right? That town's only showing major material. Yeah, like very major ones. That's, that's like a continent-sized one. We're going to zoom in there. If you were looking <coughs> at a globe, the world, would you expect it to show Welland? No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Think of it that way. I'm going to ask the nearest Where are Welland? It's, you do see the sign. It says, uh, welcome to Welland. Port, Port, <laughs> Port Ashglade. Port Ashglade. In the suburb of Welland. <laughs> <laughs> well... I go stretch my legs, walk through okay. town. Okay, so you just kind of walk through town. You think you don't? It's it's not a very big town. Like it would be hard to be lost. But it's, there's okay. basically three roads. There seems to be the main road that runs through it that you'd ex- uh, expect to kind of be the road from Herrenberg. Oh, I have a taker. Um, there's the a road that comes to the docks, and then there's a couple little side alleys and stuff. Okay. Um, like I said, there's probably fifty to hundred buildings at most here. So it doesn't take very long. It's kind of, it's kind of pleasant, actually. Anything? Uh, not be, if you're, when you're in Herrenberg, everything is busy. And even in the nice places, it's a little dirty. But here, it's just it's more quaint. And so, and people are just kind of going about. Just, everybody looks pretty simple. Can we smell a breakfast thing? You can, actually. There's a, there's a little know, tavern right there. Better than rations. It's not too far from the, from the port. It just, it just kind of... There we go, over you there. Smell, you smell fresh cooked bread. It'd be nice not to cook for once. You've been eating hard <laughs> rations, like you've been, like salted pork and salted pork and like cranberry raisins. Yeah, like, like raisins. Raisins <laughs> mashed into little bars. Mm, <laughs> With an almond. Nice almond. <laughs> Six pumpkins crushed up and spread throughout the cranberries. Makes these little cranberry bars. East. Yeah. It's oh, like that's breakfast. Okay. I'm going there. Okay. Yep. I'll follow. Also, clog your box. All right, I'll stay with you because that is rule number three. And he just goes chunk, chunk, chunk down the dock as he follows the four of you. So it doesn't take you long. You get into the little restaurant that's right there. It's one of those open air ones where there's a building where they do all the cooking, and then there's there's a roof over top of the rest, but it's more like a pavilion kind of thing, and it's 
and so you, yeah, and everybody's eating inside, and there's some tables set up outside of that as well. It's not raining right now, so that works. Uh, and there's a bunch of people in there of all sorts of ethnicities and shapes and sizes. And as you go in there, you can actually see the captain talking to the person behind the counter. counter. Thank you. That is the word. <laughs> counter. As you come on in, you, can, you can't hear what he's saying over the, the noise of everything that's going on. Well, <clears throat> so you walk in, and there's this uh, a bar maiden or maiden of some sort. Looks like dressed in some sort of waitress type clothes, right? And just a long dress and an apron. And she comes forward and she's like, Well, welcome to this morning. Can I get you a seat and get you some breakfast? That would be lovely. Yar. Okay. Well, come this way. So she, <laughs> so she leads you. She kind of looks curiously at Gearbox as he's just like looking around. Uh, leads you to a table that has six seats. So the four of you take your seats, and then Gearbox just kind of stands next and doesn't sit down. You realize that his legs don't bend in such a way that it would make sense for him to sit down, so he just kind of stands next to the table, <laughs> like looking at each of you. So what is it that your water sacks need to consume today? They are. <laughs> it's very impolite to call someone a water sack. Oh, I'm sorry. Aren't you mostly water? And you're kind of like a skin sack full of water? Uh, no. Would that be an accurate depiction of what you are? Water skins. <clears throat> I don't know what should what was what is a. I, I apologize if I. Uh, what's that? Ugly bags of meat of mostly water. Yes, ugly bags of meat and mostly water. That's what I was thinking too. What a wonderful description. And so she looks. She kind of looks over at Gearbox and looks back. Uh, well, what can I get you this morning? What do you serve here? What do you? Well, we've got Antique. mutton. Mutton. And we've got uh, roast mutton. Uh-huh. We got stewed mutton. Yep. Uh, we got baked mutton. Yep. And we got mutton and eggs. Which one of those do I like? Mm. <laughs> What's the special? Oh, that would be the stewed mutton. The stewed mutton. I think you'll like the stewed one, sir. I make one just like it. Stewed mutton. That's pretty good. It's pretty passable. Pretty, pretty, pretty passable here. What's the best one? Oh, uh, well, my personal favorite is mutton and eggs. Mm, it is breakfast, sir. Let's go with them. I'll have the mutton and eggs. Okay. Okay. Mutton and eggs for everybody? Right. Yes. All right. That's how she serves your food. Now, eating here would be about three silver pieces each. Cool, I'm all out. <laughs> you all out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't have any money? <laughs> Not a silver piece. Nope. Sir? No. Look into my eyes. Mm. You be telling me the truth. <laughs> I hear nothing left. Okay. <laughs> I assume somebody will pay. Are yeah. you covering his? <laughs> I'll cover him. <laughs> so, like, five, ten minutes later, she comes back with wooden plates and cutlery. And it's, it's pretty good. Mutton and eggs. Uh, they're pretty big eggs. Probably don't come from chickens. Uh, Something about being in the Herrenberg area and mutton. It's always mutton? It's always, it's always mutton. mutton. <laughs> As we're, like, on the boat, did we notice, like, just sheep farms? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of sheep farms. I not want to be a sheep. Oh, I lied. My line's Herrenberg. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually big sheep farms. There's also okay. big farms, too. Give the there was other things on the menu, too. If you really wanted yeah. some bacon, then she'd probably have some bacon. Mutton and eggs sound good? Yeah, mutton and eggs. Okay, so you, so you eat. No, 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 no. Now, as you're eating, Rin... What? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, what's the question. captain doing? Uh, he's left. Oh. He's left. So, as you're eating... Uh, Rin, you notice this. Nobody else does. 
you, you notice that there's more people starting to fill up. But there's two or three tables and of people who have kind of come in uh, of less than pleasant looking folk. Um, and they're they're all sitting and they 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 kind they kind of like uh, they're harassing the the barmaiden a little bit, but they're also looking in your direction. And you kind of see them one of them talk to the other, and they look over in your direction and they're talking to each other. And they're, all, they're all acting kind of suspicious. <coughs> like they they're definitely there's three tables full of these surly looking men, and actually one of them has a couple lizard folk sitting at it as well, looking your way, and they don't look too happy. I'm man. sure it's not Garrett, as uh, he would not be a wanted man, but n- neither of you are wanted, are you? Oh, no, no. I don't think I'm wanted yet. Don't, don't look now, but we've got ga- gathered some attention from the table. Really? Well, look at them. <laughs> Just looking around, trying to find these people. <sighs> Give me a perception check. Freaking idiot. Uh, nine. Nine total? Yep. I get plus nothing. There's there's all sorts it, of people around, but you don't notice anybody watching you. Okay. He points to a couple of tables and you look over at them and they That's yeah they look like less than desirable folk. Kind of like a little dirtier and, and sit back down. <laughs> they they definitely are armed. Not everybody's armed in this town, but these ones definitely are. Right some of them have swords, some clubs. What's that? Hold my butter and I'm to defend myself. Maybe, sir. Do you think you could protect us, sir? I got my number. Well, you know we have two fine young men, but. Are you sure you're up for this? Um, I get me out that window. It was assumed, but if there is trouble, you can protect yourself, right? In a matter. Oh, wait, never mind. I've, I've taken a couple of lessons here and there in self-defense. I have a little dagger. That could do, right? A little little shiv up the, up, up, the, up the, you know, over here, and then a little down there, you know, and a little rip. That would get them, right? Wobble the umbrella. And at this moment, you realize... Why are these two even with you? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe if something goes wrong, you should stay behind Garrett. Right. right. Well, that's usually. Yes, you you look like a strong chap. I will hide behind uh, forgiveness. 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 They <laughs> <laughs> have it with you, of course. Of course. In your armor. I guess I would be as you're eating, it gets in the way. Sitting down, I guess, all, all on the edge of the table there. That would make more sense. Okay. Anything else you want to do? You just want to continue I'll just keep mind. eating, but I'm keeping an eye. Okay. So they, so as they glance up, they <laughs> kind of lock eyes with you as well, and then they go back and they're, they're drinking, and some of them have ordered food, and they're kind of working on that. And at this point, you, you notice a few more come in and sit down at another table, and same thing. There's quite a lot of them. <clears throat> they don't seem to be doing much right now. Do you think you leaving would be an maybe. issue? Let's, let's go to the ship. The ship. They're all together. I barely started my button. That's a good point. That's the hammer's for lives. I'm sure it'll be fine. We get this mutton to go, ma'am. Mutton to go. You don't want it. She comes back. Sorry, what was that? We get a mutton to go. Mutton to go. Mutton to go. Uh, What does that mean? Nothing. We're fine. You you can't take the plates with you. I'm sorry. It's it's been a long time on the ship, so he's, he's Pro- suffering a bit from the fever. Just, I'm gonna just, just eat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, just, just act, summon a disc. Act like a normal person. <laughs> you're starting to summon a disc. Act yeah. like a normal person. <laughs> are you, are you, are you, are you <laughs> doing this originally? I'm around, rubbing around in my bag. <laughs> you're you're, you're, you're doing this. Floating disc. <laughs> 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 so 
teach you those rituals. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to sit in his <laughs> bag for 10 minutes? <laughs> 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 you, hear, you, see, you hear him start to mutter words to himself. You recognize <laughs> some of them as arcane words. He likes to use a particular set of fork and knife. They're family heirlooms, you see, and he brings them everywhere, so he's looking for them. It might take a little while. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> Very awful table manners. As Very much as I night. tried to instill them in your, your ungrateful thing. Uh, so I'm also eating. <laughs> With a large bag, yes. Yes. Jack pops out. Get back in there. You, you'd like to think that he carries his work with him. Randy! Mm. Randy. <laughs> There's a cat in that well, bag? Randy popped over. About five minutes is fast. Okay. I'm just going to keep eating. All right, you, again, finish, you finish your food. Does your bag have a strong ammonia smell? <laughs> <laughs> Randy! <laughs> <laughs> Shall we? Oh, we're done. We're done eating. So yeah, you well, look at your plate is actually empty. But, uh, <laughs> I don't need to. I'm done with this. Well, oh, I, I do believe it's time to go before the nefarious things come at us. So that's if they even do so. Would you like to door. lead the way, young man? Sure. And I will stand up and. I believe there are a few gentlemen looking our way. <sighs> Those tables. And that table. I just kick him. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I do something wrong? Just move. Follow. Okay. Here we go. Gearbox and, is following. Gearbox. Just... Be quiet, won't you? Okay. Thank you. Oh, did you want me to talk quieter? Please? Yeah. Oh, okay. How's this? Is this a good volume? That's appropriate. Okay, is that thank all you. Took? Lower. <laughs> is that all it took? Lower. Is that all it took? Lower. Lower. I'm sorry. This is the lowest volume I can go without being totally silent. Wonderful. Lower. I get it. He just goes, he starts falling. <laughs> I get it. Okay, so yeah, we'll, we'll stand up and I will try to lead everyone out. Um, obviously, not walking past any of the tables with these, unless are they like. You can. There's, okay. there's one exit. There's a path like, that leads. Remember, that it's all way. open, right? So you can kind right, of leave. That's it. true. As you start to leave. I mean, we don't all look like we're boarding them, but you know. <laughs> Walk casually. Walk casually. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 we're going all the way out of our way. <laughs> nope. So, so, okay, so, so you start to leave, and a, a couple, one of them you see kind of poke <coughs> another one, they look up, and one of the tables at the back gets up and starts to walk out as well, kind of filtering in your general direction. Second, I just run. <laughs> you see that and start to run? <laughs> <laughs> and you start beating it, and that's when a couple other tables like stand up really quickly, a couple of the chairs fall over, and they start to run out in your direction as well. You'll run after the professor? <clears throat> And as you're heading over to the professor and you leave, you can see a bunch of them. You can see one of them shouting, Hey, stop there! Stop there! Get back here! Oh, my back. I'm in the bottom end of the room. <laughs> okay, everybody roll initiative. Oh, jeez. Oh, initiative? Yeah, that escalated initiative. super quick. Somebody hide all my D20s? Oh, wow. Hey, do we not have our cool tower? No, we don't. I still have it home. Tower. <clears> tower. <throat> we'll have to just write it down. Yeah, 20. Wow, 20. Nice. We got 220 to... S- a 9. A 16 and a... 11? 11. Plus 2. Did you remember that? I kind of remember time? from last time, yeah. Oh. Let's refresh it's that. supposed to sound like that? Nope, it's not supposed to sound that's like that. That's the lion! That's the ship over Herrenberg coming down. <laughs> 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 you, you chose the wrong way. You were supposed to go by foot. Yeah, we just look over this. back it up. Let's <laughs> 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 back it up. Ick. There we are. It's a little quiet there. 
Okay, clear the middle, please. And let's uh, get your initiatives. Those three got 20. Sorry, give me a second. No, thanks. Are you the beer horse? <laughs> Singular. <laughs> okay. Sorry, who, you got 20? We both got 20. Okay. So that was nothing. Garrett, um, you rolled a natural 20. Yes. And this is Gutwater. Crit that initiative. I'm 16. What are you there, Randall? 11. Okay. <coughs> Sorry, Randall. Uh, so that would be 16 for Nibs. Hobart. 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 And you were, sorry, what were you again? 11. It's Nibsel. Okay, now, this is where it gets a little tricky. I'm going to need some help. Oh, just, yes. stay, just stay where you are, it's fine. Just be prepared to help. A smaller Studios. studio Steve. make this a little awkward. Yeah, that's, 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 they don't have the cabinets behind it that I did before. Now, I'm going to pull out a table, but I have some adjustments I have to make to it, because I wasn't exactly sure where you would be when this happened. Can you get it that way? Yeah, I can. Let's watch. Watch, you ready? Nice. That is so tight. It literally just is. Alright. Here we are. Oh, jeez. Okay. I gotcha. The pre-designed boards are tight. Tight. I think right here is about... Well, you gotta... I got it. You gotta zoom out. Yeah, zoom out. I'm going. (laughs) It's going as fast as it can go. Faster. (laughs) Faster. So I gotta make a couple adjustments because there was a few places this could happen. It's actually kind of epic if there's actually something there. What? <laughs> just like how slowly it's zooming <laughs> Oh, we just got the trees. <laughs> we did the trees in shot now. I was just saying. All right. So this won't be a perfect representation of what's. Is there a faster way to zoom? Well, you can set it on the. Yeah, yeah that's the so. camera setting, so I, I can look at that. Oh, cool. For next. Oh, I can remove most of these, actually. Stop there. You can just roll out your fight with us. <coughs> you guys are going to be right here. So this is where you're coming through. Is that centered like that? Almost. You will in a bit. Uh, actually, no, you can. You're right there. Here? Yeah, that would be. Did I not bring in the thing of miniatures? This is the cool oh, shoot. Intro. I loaded up a thing with miniatures and then I didn't bring it in here. You have to put your money. Okay, Steve, sorry, I gotta get out. No worries. It's fine, it'll, be, it'll take longer to tell you where they are. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just pull in. I'll have to be like, it's this and this and this and this. Can I have Mrs. Dope Water? She's in the back. Oh, are they coming from behind us? Oh, what I the? This miniature is fantastic. Isn't it? Peter did an amazing job at painting that up. I really like the pink. What color pink is that? Uh, what did I do? I used a combination of a scale 75 fantasy and game range. It's a dark, kind of reddish color. Base coat. And then there's, I think it's Emperor's Children Edge Highlight oh. pink that I thinned and put it through my airbrush. Mm-hmm. So I did a Zenithal highlight, and then I mixed that with a little bit of off-white from Vallejo. And then... 
put over the hop there. And then with just edge highlighting. Nice. I, I really like that color a lot. Just stands out a lot. And oh. So nibs will stand, old nibs will stand in for me for now? Old nibs. Nope, not go that way. Are they coming from this way though? Yeah, we'll, we'll get there in a second. Did you lose them? I don't know where they are. Sorry. There's, there's nothing here, Matt. No, there's well, nothing there. This got awkward. Yeah. I had a little tray of miniatures. You know what? I think Jeremy showed up while I was doing it, and I may have moved and put it somewhere. <gasps> it's my fault. It's all Jeremy's fault. It's all your fault, Jeremy. Wow. But, um, no, I mean, what do you think we're going to do about this? I don't know how we... So they're coming uh, from behind us and in front of us? No, they're coming Yeah, no. Me. It's going to be... I, it depends on where the tavern... That's what it is. Well, that's my bag. A giant frog thing. A bunch of people stand up. This is in your bag. <laughs> <laughs> Get him. He, thro he throws G -G. the bag down. <laughs> Just pops open. Boom! Out that comes. So can uh, Randy? There's three tables worth, though, right? Gearbox. Do they can just they fight? That's what I'm. I'm trying nope. to figure out how the okay. monodrone is like. It. Can it? Can it? I, I mean, it can. I don't know where it is, but I'll scrab these instead. We'll probably defend it. Help, but it looks very frail. Okay, so it doesn't look tanky at all. No, quite <laughs> the opposite. <coughs> I see. I see. Sorry, Matthew, are they coming from behind us? Like, is this us fleeing? Yes. So, yeah. So, I guess Nibs <coughs> would be in front. Nibsle. No, yes. he took Hobart. Off. Hobart, Nibsle. Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, we can actually advance you a little bit, though. I believe Miss Devwater would be the farthest behind in her frail <laughs> old age. No, Rin wouldn't let her fall too far behind. Okay. Uh, you know what? We'll actually just put you up a little further, anyways. I'll make sure that you he old don't die. lady is okay. Old lady. Yeah, I have no idea where that uh, that box went. We'll have to find it after. Yeah, because I set up... Is it hiding here somewhere? This is like my favorite. That's, that's a very good piece of terrain. Now this is all from Tabletop World, I believe. The buildings are Tabletop World. These, I believe, are the other game maps. Painted by Greenleaf? Yes. We're going to train painted that. I think uh, almost everything we have is... Well, not everything, but not a, everything. A lot of stuff. And the mat is table war. It's a section of the one we're actually yeah we're on the table. On. <coughs> so you hear them shouting at you to stop as you're going. They look as as ramshackle and rambunctious they, as <laughs> these guys. They definitely look hostile. Okay. Um. Well. Well, your when your insight shows that they they're hostile, and they're kind of yelling. But as you're leaving, they're yelling like, "Stop! Stop there, you!" As they're coming towards you. So that's that's what they're shouting. So with that information, Garrett and Mrs. Dutwater, you have turn. What are you gonna do? Uh, okay. I will turn around then, and I guess I guess turn to face them and say, "What do you want with us, brigands?" Mrs. Dutwater, what do you do? Uh, I can't even see where I am. Um, I'm going to move right behind the professor. And uh, that's it. Okay. At that point, two of the larger looking ones step forward. I'm going to use Warriors of Chaos for them just because the miniatures I had shows them. I can't find! It's really annoying. <laughs> I keep where looking like you're just going to appear. 
Oh hi. Yeah, they, they're not. They don't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't look like this. But we'll use them as standards. Per they don't. Look, they they actually do look a little more. Um, like they're wearing leather armor. Okay. And That's carrying carrying big clubs. <clears throat> I don't know if those on purpose or not. No, they should be knocked over. People just and the the two thugs point step forward and they point forward and saying, "You there, stop." We need to talk to you. And he's pointing, and you can tell that he's pointing past over at the professor. Okay? okay it's actually a professor's turn. <laughs> oh, yeet. Wow, that's a... <laughs> move, move and dash? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the bandits all move around. You mean bounty hunters? You said bandit, but did you mean <laughs> that a <clears throat> slip up of words? There's a couple more of them too. Oh, of course there is. Yeah, yeah, so cool. And they've all pulled out little crossbows, little light crossbows, <laughs> and they all raise their crossbows at uh, different ones of you, and they've all they've all readied actions. Oh, sweet! So they've they've got their crossbows up, ready to shoot. So Ren. No, it's not me. You're 11. Yeah, you're two. <laughs> What's she going to do? Touche! Oh, and behind all this, you see the two big lizard guys moving in, and they look big and nasty. Sorry, I'm going to reach for the manticore that's in that box. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh... <laughs> what do you want with the professor? <clears throat> Is that what you're going to use your whole turn for? Uh, no. And <laughs> <laughs> I'll kind of... Towards Dang. them a bit. Doing what? Uh, You're speaking, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear the answer before I cast my spell. <laughs> it's your turn, though. Well, I'll cast. Maybe they're friendly. You can always ready a spell, too, remember? Although it does cost a level of the spells. Did did Garrett have his weapon out? Oh yes. So you kind of have my back here, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I, I definitely would. Do I get the feeling that they they are they like you said? I think they're hostile, but do I think these are obviously not men of words? So do I think there's any chance of well, talking? They, they look about rough, but they obviously can talk. They all seem to be able to understand you. They might speak different languages, but common is kind of one of them. Like when I say they're hostile, like they all they could have all fired their crossbows, right? But they didn't. They That's raised true. their crossbows so and prepared. I don't to fire. necessarily want to be the first one to shoot. <clears throat> uh, so already, um, no, I'll, I'll just cast false life on myself. Give yourself some temp HP. Yeah, because I think this is going to go wrong. <laughs> Surely no. So I get a D4 plus four. Four, eight temporary hit points. Nice. So the lizard folk are next. They push up next to the thugs and brandish these huge two-handed clubs that they appear to be carrying with ease. Hmm. And they don't really have any words for you, though. You know the lizard folk are, even though they can speak common in this world, you know, it's, <coughs> it's a pretty low level of common. Okay. Uh, they're not... The most intelligent of all the species. So at this point, the thugs 
point forward and says, Woglug wants him. He's got some debts to pay. <laughs> and he points over at the Hobart who's fleeing. This was supposed to be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring him back now or we'll take all of you. So the thugs both ready their actions as well with their weapons. Garrett and Mrs. Detwater, how do you respond? The debt collectors for mob. <laughs> uh, she's terrified. Um, okay. For them? No. Uh, <laughs> she's going them. to pretend to be terrified. Like, oh no! <laughs> so being an old, uh, old lady and she's going to... Uh, I can't do another action, right? Are you just asking me... This like, is your turn again. Oh, it's my turn again? Back to the top. <coughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to move me as far as uh, into this little brush, if I can make it. As you move away, the nearest one un- takes a shot with the crossbow at you. Oh. And Five. So, and so, it, miss. <coughs> so it begins. <laughs> and one more takes a shot, too. Thirteen. That's a hit. Oh, thirteen's a hit. Okay. So one comes flying past you, the other one sinks into your leg and does eight damage. Ah, you dirty! <laughs> <laughs> you can still take your action now. Okay. Um, can they see me? Yeah, yeah. I, I just can't. I can't. I know, you know what? Remove, remove this building. We'll remember it's there because the camera is being blocked by it as well. So <coughs> all we're doing is top down right now, right? Yeah. Can you? Do you have a good view on the top down? That's the best view. The camera can't pivot. No, of course. Of course. I can back out a bit. No, you're good. All right. You're good. All right so uh, as I reach down, I'm like, ah, you dirty! I'm gonna <laughs> cast a uh, mage armor. Okay. So I just kind of you feel yourself strengthened a bit, and you're. Yeah. AC goes up to maybe more respectable level. Yeah. What, 16 now? Is that yeah. 13? Nice. Uh, Garrett, you, saw, you, uh, see the, you see a couple unleashed their crossbow bolts. That to Mrs. Doubtwater. Yeah, that what makes me do? pretty unhappy. I will bonus action cast uh, Shield of Faith, raising my AC by two. <clears throat> and say, you shall not harm the old lady. And who was it who shot? Who hit? These two. Uh, this one hit. All right, well, I'm going to uh, in- move to engage him. Yeah, you get him, dearie. As you move to engage him, a couple of the other ones unleash their crossbows at you. Uh, one gets an 11, one gets a 9. Okay, that's fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> and... Ding! They go wild. Yeah, I, I guess I'm going to swing my uh, Morningstar at them. Two hit, or two attacks. An 18... Oh, that gets boosted to... Uh, Oh, this is my first attack. Plus seven. Okay, so a 25. That's a hit. And uh, thir- thir- 13. So are you intending to put both attacks on the same guy? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, because you can do them one at a time. Oh, no, no, I'm going to club his dead body. <laughs> so you're not intending He's to not knock him out. He's not giving him justice. You're intending to knock him out. Okay. He's giving him justice. Right. He shot the they, old lady they, with a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> they, they both hit. How much damage? Uh, Give me the first one first. Nine. Okay, and the second one? Eight. Okay, so you go in and crack across the morning star. Whatever. So you crack across with the morning star, and he kind of goes down on one knee, and then you raise it up, and bam! He goes down. So remove that one for me, please. So it was good old one, two. The first one did not kill him. With nine damage. Perfect. But the second one finished him off. It's okay. With that, the two thugs move forward to Rin. Fine, we'll take them ourselves. The first one comes forward. That's it. 
Does the second one come up? <clears throat> it will. Okay. So you, yeah, you can bring it up. Pulls out a mace, makes two attacks with it. So the first one, it's important I did it in order because they actually have pack tactics. Oh, okay. So oh, the I first see. one won't get advantage. Um, so he attacks, he gets 21. Yes. 21's a hit. Hey, first one on you is a hit. Six damage. His second attack, <laughs> 22. And see how that works? Yeah. The higher <laughs> the AC, the higher the roll. Three damage. So hits you twice. The other one comes up, has advantage. He gets 20 on the first one, <clears throat> not crit. Seven damage. And 12 on the second one. Okay. Sorry, 12 to hit? No. 12 yeah, 12 to hit. 12 to hit, yeah. So I took nine from the first guy and then seven from the second guy. Uh, that's what you remember. <laughs> I don't remember all the numbers I just said. I think Jeez. so. Jeez. did 60 damage to you? Oh boy. Oh boy. Obert! Professor, <laughs> you, see, you, see, you can hear the sounds of battle behind you. What you gonna do? Well, I guess I will. I'm gonna move back up, and <clears throat> these two here give me dexterity tests. I'm gonna summon a little blob of little acid above their heads. Okay, each of them yep. dexterity saving throw. Yeah. First one gets fifteen, and the other one gets six. Five acid. To the one that fails. Yep. Nothing for the pass. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, so a bit of acid dumps on top of it, and he's like, ah! And with that, a couple more of them unleashed their crossbow bolts at you. Having it, had it readied. One gets a 20. No, sorry, 21. And the other one gets 16. Both hit. Both hit. All right, so two crossbow bolts come flying at you. One does three damage, and one does nine damage. It don't feel no good. Hmm. And that's when one of the thugs yells, hey, we need them alive! He yells over at the other bandits who were there. Was a couple more about to fire. I'm just gonna ask him with my head. I'll do it. I'll do it. Back up. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> just hold it there. Okay, so that was your turn. Uh, Gearbox actually gets to go. We skipped his initiative last time. Oh, and Gearbox. He's like, he's like uh, hey guys, uh, I need to follow rule number one. <laughs> and as he does so, Box. one of the last guy that had his ready to action shoots the crossbow bolt oh, no. and misses. So the crossbow is going phew, right past him. <laughs> so he's he's basically floating. I'm trying to remember what his fly speed is, but it's pretty high. So he's able to get like 50 to 60 feet above ground. <laughs> so he's just kind of floating away, watching you guys from a distance. So I'm just going to put him over here for now. Okay, after Gearbox are the bandits. So these ones drop their crossbows and pull out clubs. This one moves and then dashes next to you. And this one moves and dashes next to you as well. No. <coughs> yeah, and this one engages brother, or uh, Garrett. Takes a swing. Gets seven. Obviously misses. This <coughs> bandit engages next to him as well. I don't think do have bandits have pack tactics. They do not. He gets a 19. I am AC 21 with Shield of Faith. <laughs> All right. And then last, oh, they got this one right here who's going to move over and then, actually, he's going to move and dash this way too. This one's going to come next to Brother Rin. Swing, 17. Nope. Okay, that was them. Rin, you're up. So I'm going to uh, say a few words to Kalina and I will cast Spirit Guardians. So these, oh boy. Well, they're all dead. <laughs> I'm going to so all exclude my friends. These owls, spirit owls, start flying all around me. Cool. Just like biting and slashing mm. at everything nearby. Yep. 
We're very familiar <coughs> with this spell. Yeah. It's one of Steve's favorites. So that, but that doesn't, doesn't happen. Doesn't, in, it doesn't happen until it's their turn. That's though. right. It doesn't the start of either. their turn. Okay. <coughs> and anything else that you want to do? If that's your action. Any move or bonus action you want to take? Uh, I don't want to move because I'm going to provoke. So no, that's it. All right. So the big two lizards are next. One comes next to. Uh, so if they if they move within fifteen. Oh, that's right. Feet. So no, if they start, they, they're all within fifteen feet right right away. So. Let's start with those guys. So it's a wisdom saving throw, right? Yeah, wisdom saving throw, DC 16. The first one makes it, so he'll take half damage. Yep. So, three. That's the one I just moved. Eight and 12. So 12, so six damage. Six radiant. And the other one fails it. So he takes 15 and his movement is halved. Okay. I saw your die, you passed. Oh shoot! Sorry, I saw the seven. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. Don't look there. I, I, it's it's right in my eye line. Oh no! Sorry, you're right. The seventeen, not the seven. Getting so that was fifteen. Yep. Become seven. We need yep. a taller screen. I know. Let's <clears throat> keep it this way. That's okay. It's okay. So seven and his movement isn't affected then. Right. Okay. Spirit guardians affects movement. Apparently. Right. You don't read that part. <laughs> they all die. That's, That's true. true. They usually die. Okay, so the one gets next to uh, Garrett. Mm-hmm. He's got advantage, mm-hmm. and he gets swings with his big club, heavy club, and he gets 18. No go. And second attack, he gets an 8. Other one's going to move next to Brother Rin. This one here. That's my <coughs> Brother Rin. What? This brother is Brother Rin. Well, he's got to get next to him, so wrap him around. Perfect. First attack is a 14. This is with advantage. Second is a 16. Wow. Okay. I rolled poorly for that one. Okay, so that's the lizard folk. So we're back up to Garrett and Mrs. Detwater. All right. So Mrs. Detwater, you don't mind? No, nope. uh, go ahead. She's going to sneak behind this rock. Like, literally, you're going to take <coughs> no, a hide action? No, she's going to just kind of go right oh, behind it. Okay, so you're not taking a hide action? No, I'm not taking a hide action. She's going to creep. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she's going <coughs> to cast Minor Illusion. Uh, and she's going to have a specter of a of like a hag or an old woman, all like kind of dressed in white, come thirty feet out of the house that was right here, okay. come right through the window. Mark uh, and then what? What was the name of the uh, the guy that was trying to get um, Mr. Bubblekin? The mafia boss guy. He's the guy. The one of the literature. He, oh. he yell out his name. Woolglug. Woolglug. So the specter will say. No, your specter can't do both. Why not? You can do. It says it create sounds. Or. Oh, or scream. Oh, okay. So it's either it's yeah, it's either something you can see or something you can hear. Okay. So then it'll just give out this ghastly. Can't make it sound. Oh, it can. Yeah. Oh darn. Minor illusion, because yeah, if you're the school of illusion wizard, you could do both. Okay, so yeah, it's slowly just starting to come out of the window now, and it's approaching the, uh, like hovering in the air, and it's approaching the, uh, the bad guys. Okay. Perfect. <clears throat> okay, so Garrett, I am kind of stuck in combat, and the only way I'm going to get out of this is by beating things with a morning star. So bring, I will bring justice to them. I will bring justice to the lizard man. All right, his large club. Um, first attack, getting a twenty hit. A four ten. Okay, still alive, but very hurt. 
And the second attack, crit. Creates sound. Okay, so yeah, he'll be dead. There's no way he'll survive that. But I want to roll the damage okay, roll anyway. Oh, look at that. He's dead. Uh, Fifteen. All right, give me the lizardman. The lizard folk. 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 All right, so he's dead. Anything else that you're gonna do? Ah. Uh, crashing down with your morning star. Bam. No, I think, uh, yeah. Bam. I, I would. I would just hold my ground. Back off, brigands. We've had enough. We will take you all down. Want to do an intimidation roll? Sure. I will gladly. 16. Okay. Noted. Fear me. Fear, fear, fear me. me. <laughs> All right. After you is the two thugs. All right. So the one's going to... So they have to make second rolls. Right, 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 right. Right, 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 right. Uh, the one gets a nine, and the other one gets a three. So they take... Do you want me to do the damage just for both, or separate? Separate, because in this case they're actual separate okay. damage. So one took 12. Yeah, normally if you do damage to multiple things, it's one die, but this is... And the other took 7. Ooh, 12 and 7, eh? Okay. Uh, okay, so the first one will attack you. See, the owls are all pecking at them and everything. So he has advantage. Mm-hmm. We've got a 12 to hit. Miss. And 18 to hit. That is a hit. 18 to hit? Yep. That's, you were what, that's my armor class. I thought you were 19. It's okay. Six damage. Six. So I'll make a concentration check on the Spirit Guardians. And I do that with advantage because I have Warcaster. You're so fine then. 19. I'm good. You have passed. And you have that goes 18 and 16. So Six is the, not a hit then, right? No, for the 18 hit. Four damage. So 10 in total. And give me a concentration saving throw. Yep. Uh, I made it. Twelve. You made it. Awesome. So you take some damage, and they're kind of like beating on you, and uh, they seem happy to do so. I'm sure they're, they are. They're not. They're not. They're, they're bothered by the owls <laughs> pecking at them, but they don't seem bothered by the fact that you've resisted. Okay. So they get to beat you up. Okay. Uh, after the thugs is uh, Hobart. Uh, excuse me, uh, gentlemen. Um, Missy step. Missy step. <laughs> <laughs> You want to put the building back there just so we know that. I'm they, in the trees over here. Did they not react to the uh, spirit witch? Thing? They haven't had a chance to go yet. So the building's it's not there. Yet. Oh, then I'm like in the trees over here behind the rock. Okay. Yeah, you just can't put it down. We're using, we're using the overhead back. cam right now. Oh, gotcha. So we'll just keep it on the overhead cam for now because this building's a little more complicated for the camera. And then I'll uh, skedaddle. So you can do Missy Step for free because you're a gnome, right? No, no, that's, that's, that's the spell. Oh, that's actually a wizard spell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Gearbox just kind of floats around up here. And just, just looking around with his arms wag wagging, not sure what to do, but he's just staying out of trouble <laughs> and out of range. Uh, then the bandits go. So these two right here, you disappear, and right behind them, they're like, they're like hey, where'd he go? Where'd the little squirt go? They look up, and they see this apparition of a hag, or is it actually... It's, a, it's like a banshee. Okay, so they're actually going to try to notice, see if they notice it, so... Uh, one of them does. So the other one... Yeah, the other one starts running. And the other guy's like, What are you doing? It's not really there. He's like, No, I'm not doing this today. I wasn't, <laughs> go, 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 go. I wasn't paid for this. And that one right there also doesn't notice. So he starts to run too. He's like, Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and they both start fleeing in terror. Uh, the two that you intimidated... Intimidated... 
Yeah, they're both intimidated, so they're going to be losing their advantage for it because, you know, they could be flanking yep. me right now. So they're just and not going to. witness smash the yeah, face like, out of their Yeah, they're like, they're like, oh! <laughs> but they don't run away because they don't want to get hit by your uh, forgiveness. No, no. Justice. 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 Sorry. Sorry. You crash upon forgiveness. Exactly. You crash upon <laughs> forgiveness. I got six and 19. Both of those miss you because you're 21. And then we got one attacking Rin with advantage, and he only got 13. And he needs well, to make a save. Well, either of those have to be a test for the... Uh, yeah, we'll say both of them. So we'll do all three of those guys. The okay. first one passed. Second one passed. And the third one, what do we need? 16. Oh, the third one got a 15, so he failed. So roll them one at a time. First two? Uh, yep, so the first one takes 14. He's dead. <laughs> That's the one over there. That's one at the end. So he didn't even get to swing. This was dead. Uh, next one takes... <laughs> uh, nope. Nope, 16. 16. Yeah, he's dead too. So the owls just rip them to pieces as they're... Run- and they're kind of running hair. <laughs> and the last one takes 21. He's not dead. But he looks pretty bad. <laughs> the owls are ripping them pieces. He's just like being shredded up. He's like, ah, get off, get off. He's bleeding everywhere. But he's not quite spell. dead. But very, 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 very close to being dead. Red. Uh, so I will... Um, I'm just going to put my mace to the guy that looks in bad shape here. Put the mace to him. Put the mace to him. Mace Mace to the face. Plus five. Yeah! Nat 20. He had one hit boy left. Oh, I'm rolling for the damage. You you roll. You roll. (laughs) Nine. Nine. Man. Bam! As as he's being pecked by the owls, the spiritual owls going around him, um, you take your mace and you just crack into him. He just falls flat on his back. And as of my bonus action, I'm going to cast uh, Healing Word on myself. Okay. Maybe I'm not. I didn't take Healing Word. Huh? Huh? Mm. Well, there you go. Did you take the other Healing One? What's it called again? Cure I took Cure Wounds. wounds. So. And Mass Healing Word, but I don't want to fire off Mass Healing Word because you haven't been hurt yet, have you? Okay, I'm going to have to weather the storm. You could do it. I can do it. Okay. That's the lizard's turn. So wisdom saving throw for him. Oh, down the field half. He gets a six and fails. He gets a six. D20, right? That was D20. So he takes uh, nine points of damage. And then he'll attack. He's not dead, but he looks pretty bad as the as all the owls are ripping into him. Wolf with advantage. So 23 That's and 14. That's a miss. It's a hit and a miss. The heavy club comes in and does seven damage. Seven? I felt better. <laughs> I felt better. <laughs> and then after him is Garrett and Mrs. Detwater. <clears throat> okay. So I have nobody around me right now. Nope. So I will... I'm going to make concentra- concentration oh, right, right, right. Okay. I'm good. I will move up to here and engage the lizard. So if you go to the other side, you'll have advantage. You can flank him. That's true. Wee. If you care of such things. And try to bring him down with justice. Hey, uh, just a 14. That's a miss. Justice is blind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a 20. 20 is a hit. How do I know? For. Just as always, you just hit him around. 12. It's dead. You come down, and swing at it one time, and he kind of blocks with his shield. And then you swing again and just crash then through his shield and he goes down to the ground. Move forward up to Rin. Use the rest of your movement. Put my hand up on his shoulder and lay on hands for 20 points of healing. Oh, I like that. And say, 
You will fight longer, my friend. Alright. You all of a sudden feel a surge of energy <clears throat> go through your body. <sighs> as a lot of your wounds close Oh, up. wait. That's not a bonus action. I lied. I thought that was a bonus action. Oh, is lay on hands in action? Uh, as an action. That That's was too bad. Oh, but you're well, on her back anyway. You yeah. can still better. You can still say it. <laughs> you feel encouragement surging Thanks. through your body. <laughs> totally the so same. So much encouragement. <laughs> All right, Mrs. Detwater. All right, she's gonna take a little peek and. Uh, oh, see. I never actually acted with the one that wasn't scared. Hmm. So I'm gonna go back and finish that. We're on okay. point today, guys. <clears throat> it's gonna move up. Okay. And he attacks you. Sorry, I didn't ever do that. Uh, 18. That's a hit. <laughs> For five damage. Five. Comes up and just kind of slashes you with the sword. Okay. Um, as a reaction, good. I'm going to use uh, Hellish Rebuke. Okay. Nice. How much damage are you going to do back? Or do I have to do a saving throw for that? Uh, for Hellish Rebuke. Yeah, you have to take a dexterity saving throw, uh, DC 15. I got 16. <sighs> do I take half damage? Uh, half as much, yeah. So I roll 40, 10. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. He's dead. Maybe. Yeah. Over 27. Over 27? Oh, yeah, he's dead. Okay. So he comes in, he slashes at you, and you say? I say, yeah, dirty fire across what will you be? And then <laughs> blue fire just <laughs> envelops the plane. He's like, yeah. ah! And you hear this from around the corner. He's just screaming. This, this is it or? <laughs> and, then, and you see a panic just like run across, lit on fire, and it's, and it's flop, and it land like twenty feet away from you, like on the ground, as it's like shaking on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Okay, so uh, now it's your turn, Mrs. Detwater. Okay, so that was your reaction. They're, they're, they're over there running. From over there. Uh, hmm. So they're currently running away. These two are yes. Okay. They're afraid of your illusionary hag. Let's do. Uh, I don't know what to do. I don't want to hit anyone. Okay, actually, I'm still going to take another peek you around. You have to move up if you want to hit anybody anyway. Really, eh? Yeah, I'll move. I can't see. Oh, actually, where do you want to go? Yeah, move. Look up. Where do you want to go? Here? A little Here? further up. No, that way. Yeah, <laughs> right there. Right next to the hag. Two hags. I guess I can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can't. I don't look up. Uh, and I'm going to fire. Um, Eldritch Blast at this guy over there. Thug on the right? Yep, thug on both the right. Both of them? Or do you use yeah, I'm going to use both of my... Uh... On the same guy? Yeah. Okay, so two attack rolls then. Oh, two attack rolls. I have plus seven to this. Is that a nine? Pair of nines. Yeah, pair of nines <laughs> plus seven. Uh, they both hit. Okay. How much damage? Uh, one d10. Two d10 plus eight total? Yep. Uh, ten, eighteen. Whew. He almost goes down. They crash into him as the owls are pecking at him, and he's just like, "Ah, oh, what the heck have we gotten ourselves into?" And yeah, that's an awesome cantrip. <laughs> okay, so that's your turn. And after Mrs. Detwater is the thugs. So the one thug will attack you. Actually, you still have your spiritual thing up, right? Oh yeah, they have. All right, just roll the damage for the guy that's already really hurt. <laughs> He's dead. Okay, remove him. He had two hit points left. Okay. Even half damage would have killed 18. him. So the owls, he's like, ah, the owls peck at him. The second one gets a 13. It's a wisdom, right? Yep. 13. And he takes uh, 24. No, oh. 22. 22. Okay, well, he is almost dead. Ouch. Uh, yeah, they're just, they're just ripping them to pieces. But he swings at you anyways. Yep. 
That's a miss. Seven plus four is eleven. And the other one is or the other attack is thirteen. That's also a miss. Well then. Yeah, he doesn't look too good. And he's he's kind of backing up as he's bashing. It looks like uh, after the thugs would be Hobert! Hmm. Professor, what would you like to do? Oh, Hobert and Right, uh, I'm just gonna put a little campfire underneath, guys, underneath that guy's feet right there. He's, not, he's now standing on this. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Five. You get them unfilled. Yep, five. Mm, take ten fire yeah, He's dead. He burns <laughs> to death. He's standing there all day. He's like, ah! He lights him on fire. And he falls to the ground on fire right in front of you guys. As you see, if I helped. <laughs> um, anything else? Uh, no. <laughs> These bandits continue to run away. Does anybody want to attempt to pursue them? Or do you want to let them go? Rin, what are you doing? I'm letting them go. Okay. Anybody else want to try to pursue them? I'm just going to quickly drop the... Uh, the uh, yeah. before, before he notices. Yeah. <laughs> I will Mr. Bumpkin, dude, your fire damage is incredible. I will heal myself. <laughs> while, uh... Sure. Yeah, you might as well on your show. Gentlemen. Yeah. Since when did you can do blue fire? That's a first for me. Exhilarating. Wow. <laughs> there was many screaming Ooh. coming from behind us. What? You guys handled yourself. That was definitely not me. I, hmm. I don't know what was that. I was a little afraid, but my goodness. Maybe I don't know myself. My boys, my manners. <laughs> well, it's good to know you can hold your own. We were very nervous of your strange nature. An inability to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> strange nature. I always had my umbrella. Don't know what good that's going to do you, but this Here is, we've now created quite a scene in the middle of town. Um, are people looking at it? Yeah, a bunch of people are looking, but they've, they've kind of scattered and, uh, and they've moved away. And those two bandits have run off. And you've also noticed as you look around, you can pick out a couple more people who are watching, not with fear, but with intent. And then they've taken off as well. Hmm. That was uh, very weird. Yes, um, hmm, should we stay here, as this feel's not very safe? I mean, I just... do we have for the boat leaves? Just made a campfire. Less than an hour. We can't just leave these bodies lying everywhere. I, I don't, what do, want, what do you want to do with them? As you look around, you see a couple of them aren't completely dead. They're like, kind of groaning on the ground, one of them's unconscious. Shall we question one of them? <coughs> no. That might be pertinent, <laughs> to find out where the brigands <laughs> might come from. So then I will walk over to one that I see kind of rolling around on the ground. Yeah, there's one that's kind of trying to crawl away slowly, but he's like clutching his side as he's so I'm, I'm hitting him with my umbrella. He's just, just walking away. Hey, <coughs> so is he hey, conscious or is he then? He's, he's conscious, but he's okay. like, he's bleeding and crawling away. This is one of the ones that didn't get brutally murdered by you guys. So I'll kind of so walk over. One, one of the ones that got oh, cut down by the owls. Ah. <laughs> like, so he's just like, he's not totally dead. He's just like, ah. He falls in the ground. like crawling away. He's crawling away as the owls are kind of pecking at him. I'll walk up from behind him and flip him over. Oh, he's like, oh, no, no, please don't hurt kind me. Of please don't hurt me. Hold the morning star above his head. Why are you following me and my friends? I just followed orders. Just followed me orders. From who? Oh, just just from Wolglug. Uh, from Wolglug. It's Wolglug that wants him. Where can I find this? Wolglug? <laughs> Wolglug Bloodbasher. He's the fiercest warrior around. Where would a round be? I, I'm not quite sure. He just he he hired our group here to rough you up and get the get get the nibs guy over there because he owes him some money or something. I don't know something about a, a card game. 
How how much Nib- money does Nibs own? <laughs> um, I I don't know how much he owes them. I just know that we've been hired to get How him. much did he pay you guys? I, I was given two whole gold pieces. It can't be much more than that. What are these I don't, travesties he's talking about? Don't know, I don't even know how to gamble. Can we just... How bad is he going to look? Is he going to live? If he gets patched up, he'll live. He's bleeding. <coughs> I'll, I'll put my hand on him and put a point of lay on hands into <laughs> See, him. Just enough to stop the yep. bleeding. He's like, oh, oh, that feels good. <laughs> how, much more, how much gold do I got? Not apparently. Remember, no, you no, no, I actually, have, no, I actually had some. Oh, it does I have some money. You it lied. wasn't intentional, but I told him already. <laughs> okay. I have twenty remaining gold. I'm like, I'm just like, bring this to Oakland, Oakland, whatever. Well, look. Oh, he's there to steal my money. Yeah, that's what I would do. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll bring this back for sure. Okay, bring it to Woglug. Yeah, to Woglug. Yeah, of course. Dang it. Here's passive insight, unless he's lying. Or just so concerned for his life that he'll say anything. I just mm-hmm. let him. <clears throat> just let him go. <laughs> he kind of limps off the little bag of money. Then he leaves. Alright, I'm going back to the boat. Uh, to, uh, to the boat. The boat, it's not the boat seems safer. This has been a this terrible a mistake. mistake. This is a horrible idea. I'm going to move the dead. Okay. And if there's any mostly dead, I... Them. Okay, give him merciful endings. <laughs> Some mercy killings. Rin, what are you planning on doing with these bodies? Shall we? They can't be left. They can't be left here. There's got to be a graveyard somewhere. Who's? I'm thinking it's you. Sorry, we're having minor mic interference. It's and probably a signal, not a physical problem. I, yeah, because we've tried for physical problems so many yeah, times. Yeah, I'm thinking it's a frequency issue. Okay, well, we'll investigate that after. Okay. Okay. So I start taking, carrying bodies off to. I, I'm not just going to leave them in the street. Throw them in the bushes here. It's not hard for in you to the convince. Bushes. Throw them in the bushes. They're a well. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. I poison, don't think poison, poison the well. The town. I don't know. Uh, there's, there's probably a graveyard about here somewhere. And so the boat's gonna leave in like 45 minutes. Then we best. Here, how long do we have to try to be out? Uh, hey, that, thank you so much for asking. I was a little concerned about you guys while I was flying up there. Sorry I couldn't help, but you know these arms aren't made for fighting. Time? Uh, we've got exactly 43 minutes and 25 seconds left. I think we can dig a hole that fast. I look about like, is there any townsfolk? There's lots of townsfolk about, kind of like. Chatting to themselves, closing their, their their doors, and other ones that are just kind of moved in now that it appears the fight. But there's is no over. like law, no guard. That doesn't appear to be any guards. <coughs> you haven't attracted the attention enough yet. Shall we report this to the sheriff of the town if there is one? Someone a bonfire underneath one of the corpses, and we'll hear that one. Let's go. <laughs> you start burning one of the bodies. I'm hoping to get the town. I start moving them to. Okay. It's not very hard for you to convince a couple of townsfolk to help you out. I'll do that then. Okay. And so it takes probably about half an hour for you to do the work, but with the help of a few townsfolk, you're able to at least move the body somewhere that you know it'll be taken care of once you leave. I offer any townsfolk who want to atone for their sins, I will help them atone if they help us bury some bodies. Most of them avert their gaze. (laughs) Dang, dang. (laughs) I tried. (laughs) 
Here, sins for some time. Right? Seems like a good offer. You can go rest on the boat. I'm on the boat. You're already in the boat, just sitting there? Oh, yeah. You're cut. You're hurt. Oh, no, I can't. I'm fine. You got hit by two crossbow bolts. I'm fine. <laughs> Ken, that's not how it oh. works. I'm playing the wound. That's not how it works. I'm in the book. You're in the book once. No, I'm fine. I'm going to pack it full of dirt. You're packing full of dirt? That makes sense. That should work. Dirt of tomorrow? I hear, I, I hear that works. I've heard that too. So I'll make sure that the bodies are at least passively taken care of. Yeah. Like enough. Okay, yeah, it takes about half an hour. About, fix the holes in my about, the rest, about the rest of your time that you need. You before you have to, to go back. If there's time, I spend a few moments with a prayer to Kalina to wish them on their way to meet her at the river. Although I suspect they're headed to a much different place. <laughs> Elsewhere. And, uh, That's where the river forks. Then I'll head for the boat. Yeah. They go in that they get stuck in that part where like they get all white and foamy. <laughs> sure those sticks get caught. <laughs> that is not a nice place. <laughs> okay, so you all head back to the boat. And um, not long after the captain returns. And he kinda looks around and he's like, Alright, what was that all that about? You'd be causing trouble on my boat. Are we, are we talking about your... I saw the fight back there. You handled yourselves well, but I worry you bring me more trouble than you'd be worth. When they attacked him. We're actually worried about that ourselves. <laughs> I just wanted to adventure. What trouble he be in? I really don't know. Perhaps if you tell me, I might be able to be of some help. Uh, I think I owe some people... I know I owe some people some money. Oh. I just don't know how many people I owe. <laughs> Apparently it's going to be everybody in this continent. Is that because you can't remember or because of your... No, the other twin. guy. There's another guy. Nobody believes me. There's another guy. I believe you. There's another guy. There's another guy with my name. An act of identity theft. <laughs> I believe it is what it's called. What be that you be calling? He's got my library card. The identity theft. Identity theft is not a joke. <laughs> can't even check out books anymore. <laughs> You know, every every town ever, people are looking for me for the like fourteen silver I owe or whatever. So you be saying you not be the nibs bumplekin they be looking for? No, definitely not. No. For that nib. Are you all disappointed halfling. now? No. This is a gnome. I look at the captain. I'm like, this is what I was talking about. I not be understanding. If there be people looking for ye, how ye be not ye? I don't know how ye am I not ye. I am me. <laughs> the other guy wasn't me. The ye be ye. No, ye be, I be me. The other guy, that wasn't me. So he, he not be ye? He not be me. I be me. I think he be thou. But thou be the one in debt. Yar. <laughs> well then, there be another ye. There be another me. But not the one in debt. Ye Yar. Be the, ye be the one in debt. Yar. Well, then why don't you go and clear those debts? Hey, don't, it's a, it's a, I don't, how much money do you need? I'd not be giving you any money. Uh, I might need to charge you more for your trouble. Not you, nar. Nar? No, I'm I'm working on. We're working on getting rid of the dead. We're going to go to the Kowalish. And then the things and the stuff. And then Mr. Bumperton. And then we're going to bring in the flying ship. And then we're going to get some money. That's people stop chasing me. Arr, so you'd be on an adventure to make your money. So you can pay off your gambling debts. Yar. Uh, but not mine, his, like the other guys. 
Oh, so you not be having any gambling debts? Well, technically, yeah, I got the debts. Oh, there we go. I'm like, what the heck? Hey, you're not, you're not simplifying this at all. I be. Confused. I don't understand what's so hard to understand. I am so, me. Okay. He is not me. But ye be the one with the debts. Yar. Now who cares about this other ye? Arr. If ye be the one with the debts. <laughs> well, that is the situation it seems it is in. Can I get some grog? <laughs> yes, I need a drink. Not from that not, cup. Not from that cup. Not from that cup. The bigger one. Hey, what do you there want you go. The big one. All right. I see ye yesterday. I'm not oh. be sure ye can handle this. It <laughs> needs to chuck it back. Nah, any more, and ye might fall over dead. And ye be worth more alive than dead, I suppose. No, don't. <laughs> Would you put money on such things? I'm what, sure he'll drink you now. Alive than dead? No, that he'd be able to handle that much grog. He's a gambler. He trying to work up a gambling debt as well. I see. Nine. 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 I think it's Nar. 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 Hey, who be the pirate here? You be the one with the debts. I run the fine establishment on me boat. Uh, what have you heard about Nib Bumblegin? What have I heard? Yeah. Ye be him. Ye, you heard incorrectly. Well, if you want the full story, I may be aware that they be looking for ye. Who's they? Well, there's Woglug. Woglug? Yes, Woglug. Mainly Woglug. Mainly Woglug? Yes. Is that it? Just Woglug? Well, Woglug... I've hired several people to, as we say, hunt you down. We gotta find Wolglug. Yes. Where's Wolglug? He's inland. He'd be about 10 to 15 miles from here. Hey. Hey. You got like a map? Um, you have a map? I can show you where it is. Where it be. We're You're bought. We're not gonna go do anything about it. I gotta go take it. This, I have a feeling that some higher power will make this follow me around this whole. Adventure. <laughs> Unless we deal with Woglug. The boat is leaving. Ah, uh, I not be able to wait. <sighs> I feel like I was always arguing with your alter ego as well. <laughs> this, was, this was so not my intent. <laughs> uh, <gasps> we will deal with this later. <clears throat> I need a new name. Hobart. This is not a concern of now. My name is Randy now. <sighs> Going to one name. From four. Yeah, well, you are. A, no, you probably have any other names. All right, then, Randy. You just show me on this map where Wolglug be. <laughs> Arr. Arr. And he shows you. Nice. How long? How, how many days travel? Oh, it'll only be about 15 miles away. There would be an orc encampment not far from town. They've been harassing I a little bit. Really but as of late, they've been a little quieter. I would really love if we can go. Apparently, Woglug is the war chief of this orc warband. I would really love if we can go visit Woglug and so How ye managed to have a gambling debt with an orc war chief, I do not know. Having watched ye for this past day and a half, I it'd be most confusing to me. Yar. <laughs> I would really love to go visit this orc and maybe we can <laughs> settle this. Let him know I'm not the dude who owes him the money. <laughs> Mr. Or at least find out. <laughs> Do you really think that you can convince said fellow? Yes. Okay. Mr. Pirate Captain, sir. <laughs> I not be a pirate. I might sound like one, but I be a fine uh -huh. captain of the ship. Captain Cedric, dear. Look into my eyes. Yes. 
Do you think that you could wait for a bit, maybe a day or two, for me? A persuasion roll? Six. For deception, right? I not be so, unless you'd be willing to pay extra for me to wait. Say, 50 gold pieces total. I don't have any money. I'm not paying to get him out of debt. Sounds settled then. (laughs) Shall we be on our way? We've got the cargo to deliver. We'll come back to this one. They are. (laughs) And maybe while we're at it, you should not be maybe spreading where we're going. What? Oh, the Qualish place? That's how we're going to get the money to get me out of debt. (laughs) I know, but if you tell everyone, then you... Might raise might. suspicion. Hmm. They'll be able to track us. More so than I apparently already do. Maybe going under an Kate. another one of your names might be wise. Is there any town spoke about? You're on maybe, the ship right any, now. Maybe any eyes on the deck doc, doc watching us? Uh, as you look around, there are people there, but they're not like watching you. They're not really close either. I'm right, standing on the boat. The only people that have heard what you're saying. Can. The mainly the people have heard you are the captain. Maybe a couple of the crew. I'd be like. I'd, if any of you are working for Woglug, we're going to the Barrier Mountain things for Koalish. Me is there. I'll deal with you over there. Thank you and have a good day. Why? The townsfolk kind of look up at you confused. They start chattering amongst themselves. Well, there maybe, you have Maybe one of his thugs. Or Master White. What? We've been together for so long. How could you be such a freaking idiot? <laughs> I know you pay me well. They're gonna, they're gonna, this is going to be a problem the whole time. We gotta, they're gonna, maybe we can, but how will they like know gentlemen. where we're going? Maybe this is... The, what? You've been just yelling about... The Barrier Mountains. Going. We're going to the Barrier Mountains. Stop! Shut your mouth. <laughs> Do you know your manners? I just, I'm just trying to say... Oh, this is, this is exhausting. Do you remember... I don't like being in debt. Do you remember eight years ago what I did with this broom? Oh! I'll do it again. For this wall glug, if, if we were to get him, and then what happens if we go to the next town and there is a flaw glug who is also you owe money Sir, to? Are, honestly, we just, are we supposed to stop every single time? I expect there's a pretty good chance there would be a flaw glug too. <laughs> I don't know what to do. We must move past this, deal with any issues like this. That was not such a problem for us. All right, not a problem. We're not going there anymore. I liked my simple life. I'm curious about the broom encounter. (laughs) (laughs) That does raise several questions, but I believe that is between the gnome and the lady. It is not like that. I do not want to know. Yeah, dirty. I do not want to hear of such sins. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, I kind of feel like we just go visit Walglug. His brother Floglug comes. Floglug will probably already be there. So, was it 50 gold total or 50 each? Total. Yeah, maybe one now, has a Vorpal sword. Now, granted, <laughs> we could. <laughs> the Vorpal Room. What if we the Vorpal <laughs> gain more money on said adventure? Hmm. How long will he stay? Long enough for you to be there and back. 50, it's not that far. I'm not saying to do it, I'm just saying it's not that far. The gnome insisting? We could do it, but... Like, at a normal pace, you can go 24 miles in a day. 
but you're part of the adventure as well, and I don't want you getting involved in his misfortunes. This wasn't me. His misfortunes are part this of mine. This is water. What? It wasn't me. I know it wasn't you, but we have to clear this nonetheless. Or else we'll be falling you everywhere. Kind of like a credit card fraud, which I don't know <laughs> what that is. <laughs> but you know it was. Any chance that Woglog bop all my debt? <laughs> the deck consolidator. <laughs> <laughs> like There's always a chance. He's, yes. Maybe this is the one. You seem very Mr. insistent, Don. Mr. Paladin, sir. Yes. <laughs> really use some help here. <sighs> My good name of Hobart Nibs of Bumpelkin. I say no, but if you'd like to go, then. Seems we are at an impasse. But. What shall we do? I am but at the service well, of my master. You need to make a decision soon, because I either need to be casting off, or I need your 50 gold. Take the money. As much as I don't like and it. And I will hand him the 50 gold. Sir. Arr, ah. You got yourself a deal. This better be worth I leave. Listen, I hope so. I leave tomorrow at high noon. Right. You'll be back by then. You're welcome back on my ship. I'll enjoy <clears> your 50 gold. You're about to keep track of the time. All right, I'll be happy to do that. It mm. seems that you've got yourself in quite a connection here. Mm. Mm. No, we. That didn't. is all I have to say. We should have asked Gearbot his opinion on honestly the subject, as he is the fifth member of our party and the tiebreaker. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't have an opinion. My job is to follow you. Wonderful. Wonderful. You have a new debt, though. Ah, oh, dang it! <laughs> I believe you owe Garrett 50 gold pieces. <laughs> we'll see. We'll I see when we get there. My big book of debts. <laughs> shall we put interest <laughs> on that? We shall do some searching on where this orc raiding party exists. All right, Garrett, what's the juice? 50 gold pieces. A day? What's the juice? What's juice? <laughs> what is this juice you speak of? I think you owe him 70 gold. Oh, there is no interest, my fine friend. That is not... It's really how loan sharks work. There's a, there's a <laughs> sucker every day. You look down in the slums. You know of loan sharks. <laughs> I am not the loan shark you speak of. That is a dastardly task. <laughs> Borrow ten gold pieces for only a gold piece. <laughs> Over at Gary's Gold. <laughs> Garnish your weight. Garnish your weight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay you before your employer does. I was going to say, payday advance back in the day. <laughs> Wait until, why wait till Friday, which you can get on Tuesday. What was that? He just ran his own payday. Well, I suppose we're going to find orcs. <laughs> Good. Let's go, let's go find the hopefully debt consolidating orc loan shark. Hey, is your backstory, man. And maybe he has little books on him, too. <laughs> is this the soulmonger? <laughs> <laughs> His name is Warglug, the Soulmonger. Ah. <laughs> so I guess we, uh... It's Warglug Bloodbasher. Bloodbasher. Oh, well, Bashes that's... blood, does he? Yeah, apparently he's the fiercest amongst them, keeping this little orc warband in check. Oh, little. That's good. Oh, yeah, by the way, everybody, don't bother telling Warglug we're going to the mountains. Shut we're your coming face. to him. <laughs> uh, never mind that. <laughs> Off in the distance, you notice this one guy just running away. Got it! This one, I'm just like... Thank you, sir. <laughs> hey. Okay, so oh. it's uh, you know, it's about noon. Because they pointed out on the map, yeah, right? Yeah, you can get there by evening if you went straight there. 
Is there anything we need to do in this town before we depart? No. To clear um, your name? We gotta get to Wolgook fast because this, this is getting late. Considering that there's someone out there impersonating you, there's an uncanny resemblance. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you yeah, should refrain from using your real name. Oh, yeah. Randy. Oh, Randy is what we shall call you. I'll just be Hobart. Hobart Randy Bottom. Bart. Wrinkle Bottom. <laughs> wrinkle Bottom? <laughs> sure. Hobart, Hobart Wrinkle Bottom? Well, as a gnome, you'd have like at least another dozen names. So oh, just yeah. pick a couple. Wrinkle Bottom's one of the Some others. call you Tim. <laughs> Glitter Top Wrinkle Bottom. Glitter Top Wrinkle Bottom. There we go. Glitter Those Top? Those are my names. Okay. Seems 100% inconspicuous. They're the ones from his childhood. <laughs> That's why he doesn't use them as much. <laughs> Brings back. Oh, this is the worst. <laughs> Clear top Winklebottom on the case. All right. <laughs> All right, so you head out of town, and um, you travel, up, you, you head north on the road. You're following the directions that he gave you on the map, and there's less and less foot track traffic as you're going along, and soon you have to leave the road and head a bit out into the wilderness. It's a bit of a forested area, but not like densely forested, so you can you kind of have some woods, and it clears into like a clearing, and then there's more woods, and so it's <coughs> it's it's uh just lightly forested. So let's switch over to music there. And <coughs> as you're going along, you start to see, you, you, especially you start to notice more and more signs of the orcs. Um, that there's you know, the trees, there's a bunch of trees chopped down in this one location, or these other ones that have had their branches stripped off, and you know, there's little piles of garbage here and there, and, you know, they're not, they're, they're not very clean folk. And it, probably travel for about, um, now before we do all this, does anybody want to take a short rest? Would you guys need, like, a, a short rest mechanic? I don't see why you yes. shouldn't. Okay. Yes, a short rest. Okay, well, so just do a short rest, because at some point you could have sat down and taken a break. I'm going to burn a hit dice during that short rest as well. Yeah, see, I figured it. What's your card? You guys. Does that bring you back up? I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I'm good too. Okay, so you're kind of heading off. It's actually kind of peaceful forest until you start to get to the point where you're at. Where. <clears throat> yeah, is anybody here proficient at survival? Yep. Yep. Well, you are. Archaeologist background. Oh, right. So. I, uh, I want you both give me a survival are? check then. <laughs> I'm like, you are? <clears throat> I'm on seven. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. 17. Mm. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> you got disappointed on that. So, as, you, as, you as it starts to approach um, dusk, you start to pick out more and more tracks of the orcs, and you can see them converging into the location that you would guess is the orc war camp. And so as you, you head there, this Are we going to attempt to be stealthy as we travel in, or shall we just wander in, holler the name of Bulgrug? That's the guy we need to talk to, isn't it? Wolglug Bloodbasher. I don't think talking is going to work. I, His last name is Bloodbasher. He seems like a kind, <laughs> totally honest person. People? What are we going to do? I need to clear up my debt. Okay. Explain you can actually me? hear these drums off in the distance Probably. as you're getting close. You can see that it's, it's getting darker out, so you start to see the campfires and the. You're still in a bit of a forest Boy, area, but you can see up ahead. Ominous. 
<coughs> I don't like the, the sound of those drums. I like them. Why? Well, I, I, they do have a good beat, but Gearbox it sounds impending, you. sir. Gearbox, you're probably going to want to get, going to want to stay behind for this one. All right, if that's what you think I should do, I think it would follow rule number one. Aye, I see. Walking into an orc encampment seems like something that has a low probability of not destroying Gearbox. You know. <clears throat> How really? about I just fly up into that tree over there and you can come collect me when you're done. Wonderful. <coughs> he seems just like his legs hanging behind him. I think you could take a fly over the camp. Uh, from all the databases inside, orcs are able to throw spears and shoot bows at long distances. If I go over the camp, there is a 59% probability that they will shoot me, resulting in my demise. Oh, fine, fine. Oh, wait a second. Owl. <coughs> Look! There you go. <coughs> so you finally... Well, hold on, I thought it was a cat. There's an owl in the bag. You can only do one, remember? Oh, that's right. So you got to spend an hour and ten hold minutes on. to switch it up. Owl or in the bag. Owl's in the bag? Okay, so you have an owl. <coughs> All right, so you pull in an owl. And it's just, it kind of looks at you. I thought I got rid of that thing. No, there will. Do you know what kind of problems I gi- it gives me? Doing its little what? things all over the place. And you don't clean up after it. <laughs> you dirty thing. You. <laughs> on the bag. Think about everywhere else it does that I have to clean. It doesn't look very pleased with you. I'm looking at, look at me. Now I'm looking through its eyes, looking at myself. <laughs> oh jeez! <laughs> it's very confusing. Oh boy! <laughs> but you've done this game many times. So you're used to the, the weird. So I'm gonna go fly around the camp real quick. Real high, real high, real high, real high. Yeah, really high. Real high, real high. Not that high! <laughs> <laughs> you get this telepathic sense of finally out of the bag, finally out of the bag, finally out of the bag. I hate my master. <laughs> I hate my and all his gambling debt. <laughs> You owe the owl ten gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> you even owe the owl money. <laughs> the owl you summoned. <laughs> <laughs> Nibs has somehow <laughs> borrowed money for you from this owl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so through the eyes as it flies over, you see a dirty war camp with lots of huts and yurts and all sorts of stuff everywhere. You see lots of campfires, and it's it's filled with probably. Three or four dozen orcs, and amongst the orcs, you see some larger. Uh, you see a couple ogres, um, and at the at the one part of it, there's a big tent that you would assume is the the chief's tent. How, how big? How big does this camp look? About three or four dozen orcs. Three or four dozen orcs that you can see. There might be some more in the tents. Yeah, they're not currently like you see like the few, there's a few brawls going on. How many entrances to the camp? Oh, it's it's just wide open. Oh, okay. It's not like it's protected by a fence or anything. It looks like a temporary camp. Okay. <coughs> um. So okay. they've been there. There's a like there are there's a but lots of pockets of arguing. What's the owl's name again? Your owl? Yeah. I don't know what your owl's name. Is. Who do you? You don't know his name? That's what I tried to make. That's what I told you to name him. Who do you? Who do you? Was it Mike? No. No, you named it yesterday, but I can't remember. I know. I can't remember. Ah, uh, okay, he's Randy. When Randy comes back, I'm sticking Randy just back in the bag. <laughs> Grab the owl. 
That's morbid. Does it seem to like not want to go in the bag? It doesn't really resist because it's getting, it's not used to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, if it could, it let out a sigh. Just okay. in the bag. Of acceptance. Just yeah, that dead pan. So, of, what did you see? Uh, there's uh, like two or three dozen orcs in there. Um, I think Uglug's Uglug's camp is right in the center. You just go right in. All right, everybody, follow me. Is that all you saw, dear? That's all I remember. I saw. I have something else. I think two or three dozen orcs is far too many. Unmanageable, many. quite frankly. There's ogres. There's ogres in there. Yeah. Oh, I may have ogres. I forgot. Do you see through your own owl's eyes? <laughs> yeah, you kept looking away. What's your owl's eyes see? I don't know. It doesn't have glasses. <laughs> um, and some ogres. What's the plan? We're just going to walk in and, and you're, have a and you're going to ask for forgiveness with with Wolvlog. See if we can sell <clears throat> this nonsense. I'm not sure orcs work that way. Dear, I, I don't think this they is. They talk. They're chaotic. Does anyone here speak orcish? Either. By the way, no. I I don't think this is the right plan of attack. Why, why would it? Why, why would we have to attack them? That's not what I mean. Yeah, I know. Like, I believe he means more of approach. Orcs do speak common. So <clears throat> I just want to go. We can go, to, just go talk to the, the guy and I'll explain uh, to him how I'm not the nibs that owes him the money, <clears throat> and he can stop chasing us, and then we'll have to work deal with this anymore. And I'm sure he'll want to find the proper nibs, so he can stop wasting his time chasing me. Next time, before you give him any gold, you ask him the plan. <laughs> there, yes, I, that was lack of sight. This plan. But, well, we're here now. Shall we try? Yeah. And speak to him like yeah. fair, honest individual? <laughs> sure. Come here. Yeah. I'm going to say a prayer. Mm. Probably your funeral right. I don't think we should do that. <clears throat> you, you don't think so? No, I don't think it's a good idea. You, you think you're going to go in? Without a prayer? You want to follow the cleaner, right? <coughs> uh, not a fan. What if by chance we had... I might not gods. be either. <laughs> <laughs> what if by chance we had an orc that could take us in? Where would we find an orc? Where there's a will, there's a way, sir. Hey, I'll just start wandering up and down the... the, the, the well, let's the just place. say that we had... We had an orc. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you think that possibly we could say that this orc, like his orc is on our side? Yes, and, and that it talk now, to Wolglug on our behalf. Yes, and that it's now paid off your debts. Is that what that might work? Yeah. Yeah, but then we we need an orc that has money. That is a little <laughs> bit of a sticky situation. And how much? Do you, we don't know how much money you might have. Do I have any idea how much I owe? Yeah. I have no idea. Like, you've, you've had people come, it's all starts. Like, you, it's probably hundreds of gold pieces, <sighs> possibly thousands. But you don't know how much you owe this guy. Oh, fantastic. But if we had the order, do you think this might work? That probably would be our best plan of attack, for lack of a better word. Are we going to find an orc before tomorrow morning? <clears throat> You seem so confident in finding this Sir, orc. don't you remember there's that one spell that you knew? You had to say, bling, bling, woogie, woogie. Mm-hmm. 
Bing black woogaloogie. Right. I, I cast, cast the sky, the sky self on myself. <laughs> and boom, you turn into an arc? Yeah. And then because I have the, uh, that? the actor I, I, ability, I sound problem. like an orc. Nice. Right. So, look at me now. Your spell works, master. This is too hard. It is me, Morog the score taker. Don't, are you gonna, are you gonna take over the, tr- what, are you, what are you, okay? I don't know. Okay, I think I'll have an The plan is falling apart. Can you speak to her? No, dear. You get this very weird, big orc all of a sudden talking to Mrs. Detwater. <sighs> I'm a city orc. <laughs> okay, let's follow well, Mrs. Detwater. Lead us in. Nothing. Lead us in. All right, so. I'll I'm questions. casting false life on myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Because uh, yeah. this is going to go bad. Before we go in. How long does guidance work? Take a moment. Guidance is like one round. One no, round. it's a minute. It's a minute. Oh, is it? Not yet, then. I will. Just in case. False have, life is an hour. So. Have you guys wait, and <laughs> I will. Uh, do you have any temp or anything like that? That's what he just did. Oh yeah. well, I can do it. Oh, what are you doing? I was gonna do aid. Give everyone five temp. Can you HP. give that to everyone? Though? That's up to three. So it's I can not, no, it's not aid, not temp HP. It's an aid five. Oh, HP. it's actually yeah, it increases no, the, to maximum room. too. Wow, what's so that temporary do? Plus so five you HP three max. gain plus five HP. Plus like temporary? No, no. Max. max. Oh, what are you here? It'll go away once the spell expires, but um, and that lasts for eight hours. Yeah. The next oh, eight so hours. our max is increased by yeah. five. It's not actually temporary hit points. No, I, th- I thought it was, but I remember actually going over it with Steve now, <coughs> and it doesn't. So that's good. And then, yeah, how do we do that? Uh, um, max HP override. Uh, should we there? The modifier or the override? Uh, override. You just add it in. No, I think you did it. I think we're doing it right. All over max HP, sure. Max HP modifier. Focus that. Five HP. You probably. Oh, no, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. That's bad. You probably. Because I was at 35. That's fine. Do you not want to use this one, the max HP modifier? Yeah, you can do that one too. There's two ways to do it. I, I don't well, do it. Either. I don't get it. They're, those three do it. would be 40 then, right? You go to 30. There you go. 43. Plus your temp HP, so you're nice and buffed up. Yeah, I got to roll for that. So we walk into this orc encampment. Oh boy, are we! <clears throat> Led by. So, how are you doing this? Are you leading them like they're your prisoners, or are you leading them like? Yeah, I'm gonna have uh, Mr. More Bumblekin by the scruff. And what about these two? Because they're armed <coughs> and armored. Oh. So, how are you doing this? Maybe they're your uh, your hired. Grunts. Yeah, they're my hired. Yeah. Oh, Want us to walk behind you, you and you're going to be my hired thugs. I mean, you're going to be my hired thugs. You guys turn me in. <laughs> but you will do what I say, for I am a Morag the score taker. Sounds good. Do you remember that, dear? Morag. Morag. Mor- yes, Mrs. Dotwater, Morag. This, nope. this big orc hand slaps ah. in the face. Except that <laughs> when the hand passes right through. When it passes there, and it's just your regular hand, oh, right? right? Because you don't actually <coughs> change the size. Oh. It's just a, an illusion. Well, I can, I can do one foot bigger, so I guess I'm trying to do that. Yeah, but it's still an illusion. Yeah. So if somebody passed their hand through your head, it would just it would, it would just pass through. Yeah. It's like you're wearing the suit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how this is going to work. Except that suit is... No, you can't touch I it. I get advantage to deception. So you're walking in? Yeah. <clears throat> so you walk oh. up. Where's the truth? <clears throat> so you walk up. Oh, it's getting <laughs> louder. <laughs> <laughs> And nervously, you break into the clearing, and you can and you see it. You see the war camp. The smell hits you as well. 
and you can see different groups of orcs kind of yeah. fighting, and you're just walking in. We have that big like weapon or whatever. Yeah. And I yell out, Olog, Bloodbasha, I have come to claim your debt or settle it. <laughs> so all of a sudden, a couple nearby orcs look up at you. Give me a deception roll, and you get your advantage. Remember. Okay, so that's eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, and you look up. Ah. What? They start speaking to you and you don't recognize the language. I, I'm just going to ignore them. I, I consider them lesser orcs. Okay, so you're just going to walk past them? Yeah. And they kind of look over at you? <clears throat> and the more orcs start to follow behind you. And so you head towards the center yeah. where the big tent I'm trying to be as intimidating as possible just just to show forward. my presence. Right. Uh, okay, so you move forward. Give me an intimidation roll. Give me an advantage. Uh, and what's my intimidation? Oh, intimidation's plus seven. With advantage. Uh, advantage, thank you. What's your best? Nine. Nine. You rolled two twice. You rolled two twice. <laughs> All right, so you're, you're trying to be intimidating, but you're kind of walking strange for an orc. I they, st- they still believe you're an orc. <laughs> okay. Like, some of them are kind of getting closer. As you, as you look over, you see an, a huge ogre just kind of sitting with his, on a, you know, his legs <clears> kind of spread out. He looks over and puts a fist down and lifts himself up. So he's towering over and he starts walking in this group as you all head towards the main main tent. And before long, and you look around and you're you're surrounded by about three dozen orcs and and, and a huge ogre as they're moving towards. And you come to the, the main tent and in front of the tent are two heavily armored orcs standing there. And they're like, Hey! All right, get up! Head that turn. I am Olog, the skull taker. Oh no, that's not prison. I am Olog, the skull taker. We will speak common between enemies. Ah, what have you here? More food for us to eat? No, I claim now Bumblekin and his debts. <laughs> what have been looking for this get for a long time now? No boss will be happy to see him. Bring him to me. I wish to speak to him. Oh, now. boss, be inside. You go see the mighty Woglug blood basher, the conqueror of cities, and the harbinger of death. Mind you, he was the uh, soul monger. <laughs> and right. they turn and they <laughs> and they open up the, the curtains, and you guys are led inside. Okay. And you're and you're brought into this, and a bunch of the orcs kind of follow you to this huge hut. And in the center, like this, there's a bunch of orcs in there. You can see there's a bunch of slaves as well, and other, and other people that are all tied up. And uh, there's all sorts of animal skins everywhere. It stinks even worse than here. What have I done? And in the center of it is this is this very ornate throne, I guess. And when I say ornate, I mean it's like it's made of bones and weapons and all sorts of trophies and skulls hanging from it. And it's currently its back is to you. And there's and around it are four huge-looking orcs. They, they almost look like they're half-ogre. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and they're standing there looking over at you, and one of them leans out, and you can't hear the response from whatever's sitting in there. And like, and all four of them lift down, and they grab a different corner of this seat, lift it up, and they slowly turn it around. <laughs> as the thumping of the, and everybody starts hitting their drums all around. It's Conan. And as it turns around, sitting on top of this huge throne, is a very <laughs> finely dressed, tiny little goblin. I knew it! I knew it! 
This is why you wouldn't and, and have an album. Hand, and his hands are sitting there, and you notice one of his fingers is missing. <laughs> and, and it's set down, and you recognize yeah, it. Yeah, Bryn's like, you have got to be kidding you, you me. You saved him. He doesn't know who And I he am. looks over, and he's like, Oh, I am the Mighty Walker. Who are you? I am Morag, the school taker. Nibs the bubble kid. That's me. Here, just sit this all is my bubblegum prize. Bring it forward! And so you bring it forward. And I, so I, yeah, so I just kind of throw, throw him. him in front of it. You yeah. fall at your knees. <laughs> I understand that he has debts to pay. Ah, that he does! How much is this debt? Ah, I have managed to buy 750 gold of his debt. But there's been a problem. This. You not Nibs Bumblekin. That's what I've been doing. I am Nibs Bumblekin. You are Nibs Bumblekin? I'm Nibs Bumblekin. Oh, so you do owe a great debt to me. Well, no, that wasn't me. It was another <coughs> Nibs Bumblekin. There's another guy. He took my name. So there are two Nibs Bumblekin? Yes. That explains why you don't look anything like him. Probably. You brought me the wrong Nibs Bumblekin. I've been killing him. They all name the same. How can I know? Ah, that's your excuse. And what are these? Are these fresh meat? These are my hired thugs. They work for me. They work for you? Yes. And now they work for me! Mighty wall gloves! So take up one better! Is he wearing a big red? Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing a red tunic, but it's been like tied up. And there's all sorts of other stuff, like trinkets on it. But yes, when you look closer, yeah, you do see a red a red uh, shirt that's oversized, but it's been turned into like this mighty robe. <laughs> As he looks around. You all work for me now, including you. And now I know exactly what we will do with you to settle a debt. We will have a show in the morning. But, but it's not my debt. Didn't we just, did you just go through this? That's the other guy's debt. Now that we've straightened it up, <coughs> nice to meet you. You have a good day. And we'll be well, on our not way. So, not so fast. Now that you're here, why are you going to leave before the fun begins? You be the Nibs Bumpkin that owes me money. So you can pay the money back in a show that will thrill the orcs in the camp. Well, you're uh, a pretty good dancer. <coughs> right, so, um, more rags up. No, we will leave now! And I'm going to cast Suggestion. Okay. All right. Um, so you have to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, DC 15. And oh my goodness, he had negative 12 wisdom. This guy's an idiot. <laughs> okay, oh, I actually have to look up his modifier. So I rolled a natural And 17. then I get to direct oh, no. the current course of action and fail. Yeah, no, I know what the suggestion does. <laughs> He's not going to be. What's your spell save, DC? 15. You need a minus 3, I doubt it. Wisdom? Yeah. Minus 1. Oh. So I got 16. So he kind of looks and he shakes his head. And he doesn't seem to be affected by your attempted suggestion. Alright. You want to try anything else and want to say anything? Does anybody else want to say anything? I'm just keeping fuck. <laughs> That's a good idea. <clears throat> I think I'm safer here now. I'll stay here. I do have sort of a, a an interesting grin on my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have to I can't do the mask. I knew it was going to be so <clears throat> so when I cast a message, do I verbally like move my mouth for message? So it's just like a mind thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna try message. 
On him specifically? Yeah. And you're going to hear uh, a voice say, If you don't let them out, I will haunt you to the end of your days. He's looking around. Who said that? Who said that? It is I, Aspidiah. Oh, what, oh, what's the devil's name? Asmodeus? Yeah. Or Asmodeus. Asmodeus. Let's see if he even knows who that is. Oh, please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an intimidation roll. Okay. No advantage. Plus seven. Uh, seventeen. Okay, you started to see him cower around. Get them out of here now! To the pits! We'll deal with them in the morning! And a bunch of orcs start to surround you and start to and beckon you to leave. Okay. And bring you out. And with that... We will end today. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying so hard. <laughs> this sounds amazing. Uh, wow. What a good ending, right? I was hoping the timing would be that it reveals him, and I'm like, oh, it's 4.30. <laughs> we'll deal with this next week. But there was time, so we had to play it out a bit, right? <laughs> you turned him into a warlord. <laughs> it's your fault. Chopped off his finger. <laughs> Gave him a sweet war robe. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he first met him, he was, uh, he was quite crafty, right? He was a bounty hunter he was first. The, he was that one wearing the hat of disguise. Mm-hmm. And pa- passing himself off as something else. Now so. he somehow ended up as a war portrait. Wonderful. <laughs> oh, that was stressful. <laughs> you were going to make this happen. years ago, he was on the end of a rope <laughs> in the market with me. <laughs> And then somebody let him go. Maybe you shouldn't let him go. This is actually, if you think about it, it's your fault. (laughs) Was it it you who let him go? Yes. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. Wow, Jerry, we let us down. Well, it was Nims who took his finger off, though. It was right at the time. (laughs) There might be a reason that he had. I stand by that decision. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we give him. Jeez. Ah! At least we understand his motivation. <laughs> yeah, I kind of sided with Zojig on this one. Oh, this <laughs> is a jerk. Okay, <laughs> thousand experience each. Wow. Oh wait, no. That was a six fifty each. That was six fifty total, divided by four. So four hundred experience each. Sorry to get you excited there. Much different. How much? Four hundred. Four hundred each. Whew, okay, well, we're going to end here, but those watching live will jump right back in and do a few minutes. i got to leave soon for my son's band. But uh, we'll jump on the chat and talk for a few minutes. <coughs> but um, thank you so much for watching. And, of course, I should have mentioned this at the beginning. We'll have it in the description. The sounds you were hearing were from tabletopaudio.com as well as Sirenscape. You can check them out if you want some awesome sounds <coughs> for your D&D games or other role-playing games. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. So this will get posted on YouTube on Friday, and then we'll be back live next Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash miniwargaming with a pregame show before that as well. And so for those that are on right now, just we'll be right back to chat. But for everybody else, we'll see you next week. Happy role-playing! <laughs>